<laughs> Welcome to Mission Stories. My oh, name we is have Tr- started. We've started. <laughs> we have begun. Why is my my mic sounds? Uh, is it just because I started over? Have this loud? <laughs> Should we start it over? <laughs> no, this I was a- in the middle of my vocal warm ups. Well, that's perfectly acceptable, and. Uh, I got to put this on the thing so I don't make noise with it. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. This is Mission Stories. Is this... Mission Stories, the farewell tour. Is this Ooh. the final? This this may, unexpectedly, a little unexpectedly... I dropped the news. You dropped the news. I will um, be resigning my position from the Mission Stories podcast. And we're just jumping right into the news portion. Effective Lyndon. immediately. <laughs> You're like goodbye. I'm just here to send in my resignation letter. Yes. And name my replacement. Okay. You're you can continue with your questioning, but I might as well not. <laughs> we, can we can we have a battle royale of all a br all former guests? <laughs> like just like bring them on one by one. Do you think is this is this like a good live live scenario live show to get that set up? I think so. Also, welcome Am to the podcast, quiet? Alex Williams. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Just getting everything set up. Should we restart? I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Am I... Is my is my mic loud enough? Like, is this... Talk, talk, talk. Yeah, you're... I think I I'm mean, pretty quiet. Try... I'm, like, yelling. Put this, like... I'm... <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like... Yeah. Talk, talk, talk. I mean, here's the thing with these mics. Every, every millimeter... Matters. has sort of like a uh, it all, exponential it, increase in it the all, volume. If I'm you're really want, close to this. If your lips yeah. aren't... That one especially you have to be because Going up against the fuzz. It's not for... Do you want that microphone? Is that one better? You'll hear... It might be a little better, to be honest. Should we start again? <laughs> this is a rough well, start. We can just, this is a rough can, start for the grand finale. <laughs> I've always said, yeah, I've always said that as a joke, but maybe it's, maybe it's, um, we didn't even have the mic set up. Oh, right? did you know, people know what I look like now? They, uh, oh, have we never like recorded I, your I've, face before? I've never done video. Well, and you're here for, the, it's so funny. We finally got the video portion set up correctly or such that, um, this will now, we won't have to clap. We won't have to pause. There won't be any like little, not that anyone cares or many people watch the YouTubes, but for those that did, um, now I've, I've set it up so that we won't have to, to do any of that. We'll just sit here and record. We can talk for up to five hours. There, um, were, there were some strong amazing. haters of the clapping. Yeah, and, and we, listen, I didn't like it either, but it's a limitation of the technology. And also, I didn't want to edit it out. Fair enough. <laughs> Because I didn't want to, I couldn't be bothered to do that. But. I wasn't going to edit it out. Wasn't going to be me. No, or me. I'm Is anyone else out of breath? I'm out of breath right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I'm like, like I feel like we're putting in great effort to make this uh, a good podcast episode <laughs> because it's a farewell tour. But I, I feel like maybe maybe uh, we're exhausting ourselves. Well, I, and I I went right from uh, just kind of hustling around getting everyone you know, situated to sitting down and starting the podcast. And now I'm just like, okay, welcome to the, ba- <laughs> welcome to Mr. Story. Oh my God. <laughs> welcome to Mr. Stories. We have Alex Williams on the podcast. Hey, welcome to Alex Williams. Yeah. Thank hey. you. Thank you for having me. Now everybody knows what I look like. Yeah. Um, I, it looks like I'm wearing a hat because of this lampshade <laughs> in the background. Can you see that in the monitor? <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. I love it. That is a good I one. I love it. We should probably move that. Just, no, no, I like it. Okay. I like it. I want, like, that's the that's the guest <laughs> hat now. Um, and then Lyndon's here as well. As always, Lyndon, hello. As always. As always. <laughs> as always and forever. So, yeah, you you kind of, you dropped, you, you, you did not bury the lead. You came out hot out of the gate. I have to. You told us what's going on. And uh, you're leaving us. Where I, are you going? Why are you going there? What's going on? I am moving to Hinton. <laughs> what is a Hinton? <laughs> Where is a Hinton? Why? I don't know what a Hinton is. Why is a Hinton? It's a town. Okay. Where is it? It is west of Edmonton. Close to Jasper. I like how you said west. West. <laughs> it is west. It is west. That's an Best. ASMR dream. Did you know that we mentioned ASMR in the very first episode of Mission Stories? Did we? Yeah. That's a bit of trivia. Mission Stories yeah, yeah. is basically an ASMR podcast. It kind of is, Fun yeah. fact. And everybody likes to hear Give, this. Given how little editing Troy does, you can sometimes <laughs> hear the... Just some, some breathing I used to in the do, background. I used to do a lot of... Um, like, I would, I would be like, yeah. And I would like, you know, like... Yeah. Right when I was starting to talk again, I go like, and the wor- the worst is when it's not just like a click where it's like, it's like, yeah, there's like a <laughs> suction. It's like there's a vacuum <laughs> going on in your mouth. It's like it's like, am I at the dentist? Like they're cleaning this stuff. And it out. happens so often. Yeah, yeah. I remember listening. I was like, that's got to change. And I hope that it did. I think maybe it did, but yeah. yeah. That that's why I think everybody, whether they're editing their own stuff or if they're just putting it up, like you have to listen back to your own voice. Just like yeah. a word for podcasters, like listen back to the uncut audio so that you sound like so that you are aware of how awful yeah, you yeah. sound, and then from there you can say, "Oh, I do that a lot," or "I do that a lot," or "What is going on with you'll those get, mouth sounds?" You'll get more polished as like. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversationalist that's for sure you were telling me before this you went on a date and the girl didn't like how much you made it seem like a podcast <laughs> yeah she went home told her friend she said yeah it just seemed like a podcast interview and i sort of took that as a compliment I and mean, to be fair welcome it was a podcast i was recording the whole thing she did not know that but the still, whole time yeah so what's a so hinton what's up what's going on why are you doing this to us uh, i'm mad that's where i got a job you don't need a job. This is your job. <laughs> this pays nothing. <laughs> pays an exposure. Uh, and in friendship. <laughs> those are all true. Those are all true statements. Yes. Um, and? I have completed my medical laboratory technologist education. And we knew this day was coming, didn't we? Yes. We hoped it never would come. I got my test results back from my certification exam. How to How to go? I passed. Nice. Flying colors? Here's the thing. They don't tell you. Okay. Oh, the, that's not They good. tell you what the cutoff score is. <laughs> What's the cutoff? This is why I didn't even like study. The cutoff score was like 66 point something percent. So what if you're a 66 guy? If you're 66 like 0.8, they just say that you passed. If you got 99%, they just say that you passed. That's bullshit. Do they keep track of those scores? Like, Well, they know. They don't tell you though. Do your employers know? They don't know. All they know is that you passed the exam. So I don't know what my score is. I just know that I passed. That would drive me crazy. That's like with doctors too, isn't it? Like you could be a fifty like pass fail a fifty one percent doctor, you know? 
Yeah. Or you could be a hundred percent doctor and we don't know who we're getting. But okay. I, I, maybe that is that like a confidence thing so that you don't go in being like, well, but I barely <laughs> well, no. made it. Like oh. it says your yeah. grades on the certificate. You know, it's like M, you know, it's John Smith, MD. Barely. 55%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, uh, it shows your grades. And I think the one reason they do it, it's, it's an Agnoff score, I believe they call it. So <clears> each <throat> exam has a different pass level. I think I got a great aunt Agnoff. Yeah. <laughs> she probably invented it. Yeah, she did. Continue. So they're like, so my exam, because they're like, each exam is its own unique difficulty. Oh. So that's why they don't want to be like, oh, this person got 80% because maybe their exam was way easier than someone that got 70. It's all different. Oh, it's exams? got like different questions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so each weird. test writing is going to be a little different. But uh, So my exam was difficult enough that you had to get 66.1% to pass. Interesting. So, and I accomplished that. And you passed. Oh, so each exam also has a different threshold. Yeah, like who I wrote it in June. <clears throat> Someone who wrote it in August, their pass rate might be, you know, different. Interesting. But they will tell you your marks if you fail. <laughs> so then you know where you need to improve. Right, right. But uh, there okay. was, I was okay. never worried that I was going to fail. No, not Lyndon. Did I study really hard for that exam? No. Why not? Here's the thing. This is your future. <laughs> Here's the thing. I was like, because you wanted to stay on the podcast. Maybe. There was like, it's like, I went to school. I learned all the stuff. What am I going to study for? It's either in my head or it's not. You've either learned it or you have, you're not going to learn it the night before. Also, there's no incentive. I was like, what <clears> if, <throat> what's the difference between 80 and 90%? Nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Am I going to study real hard to try and get a 90? You knew you had enough for 66.1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could have uh, written that exam in my sleep and passed. So it, it felt easy to you? No. When I actually wrote the exam, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> I, was what? Like, oh, a, I was like, I've made Lord a huge mistake. God, what have I done? <laughs> I was just like, oh, I forgot to study hematology. <laughs> oh, what's a blood cell? I don't even remember. This does not, maybe we should like shift the conversation because if your employers ever find this and they're like, he doesn't know about hematology. Hey, Jackie, if you're listening to this, it's all a joke. He knows everything. <laughs> I'm the best in the biz. But if you want to fire him and thus thereby keeping him hey. as a regular guest on Mission Stories. Actually, I, I will say this about okay. the, the Hinton interview. They asked the most difficult technical questions. Because when it comes to these uh, lab technologist jobs, they like to ask uh, a lot of behavioral questions. Sometimes it's behavioral questions with lab behavior questions. What are you like at a party? Yeah. What do you, like, what do you bring to a wedding a as a gift? You had a hard time on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, all my, because I'm a new grad, all my behavioral questions were all podcasts. They're like, name a time you had a conflict with a coworker that you resolved. <laughs> I was like, well, there's this one guy, friggin' Troy. We work on this podcast <laughs> together. He's Is that true? He never edits out the friggin' claps. And yeah. then I had to make up a story about where I cajoled you. You confronted me. <laughs> I and confront then, you, and then you get this technology to fix the issue. I mean, we fixed it. I mean, this, you could, you, I mean, you already have the job, so it kind of doesn't matter, but 
Yeah, you could use it. Do you actually use podcast stories in, in interviews? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna I'm say. not sure how well this podcast would apply. No, I think it's on my like resume as like hobbies or as a like, thing you do. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, right. I have a I also do a podcast that has over ten thousand listens. Yeah. Right, right. And it's like ooh. Oh, he's got ooh. clout. We can we can use him in our marketing department. Yeah. No. You could be the new face of the lab. You're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, you got a thumbs up on the poster. Yeah, yeah. And you're, all, you're everywhere in Hinton. You're famous you're, in Hinton. You're, you're I run the, the hospital podcast. But <laughs> you, you, you only became a big deal there because they thought you were a big deal elsewhere. Yeah. But like, now all my followers. Now you're a big deal there. And so now you are like now it's true. You're Mr. Hinton himself. Yeah. John J. Hinton. You're his heir. Of the Hinton Lumber Mill. <laughs> I think it was named after the guy who started Podcasting. either the railway or the lumber mill there. It's hard to say. We got but yeah, they asked the most difficult technical questions. Okay, I'm just like, oh. Did you do a good, I guess you passed. I think they would have probably given the job to anyone who could come up with a decent answer. <laughs> okay. That being said, I think I did a pretty good job. You must have, otherwise they wouldn't have given you the job. Yeah. I mean, you're a you're a gem. How could they not give you the job? Here's the thing. I'm shooting 100% on my interviews. You got every job? Every place I interviewed with offered me a job. That being said, could I get a single interview in our great city of Calgary? Negative. Uh, I was going to ask, if you turned down a Calgary job, I was about to slap, I was about to jump across this and slap you in the face. I did not turn down any Calgary jobs because I couldn't get an interview. Damn. It is uh it is tough. So are you gonna be the richest man in Hinton? <sighs> How long will it take you to become the richest man in Hinton? What's like a set what's the kind of an average, you know, earnings for like a Hinton Oh I, I looked this up job. Well I looked at uh like the Hinton like their website has a moving to Hinton brochure. Cool. And it was like just bragging about how like the average income in Hinton is so much higher than... What are you doing? Right By the way, I'm what not, are you doing? I'm not just sitting on my phone. <laughs> this guy's just like... He's, like, he's either like taking a video I, of me... He's like, please let me be on your podcast. And then he gets here and he's like, I just need like a place to be for... I really need to like power through this Hinton business. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking up Hinton stuff. Some Hinton. Okay. He's yeah, our Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, it has a, it has a population density... It has a population density of 285.5 people per square kilometer. Oh, we're um, talking per, per per kilometer. Yeah. Not even per acre. Hectare? Yeah, yeah, no, per square kilometer. And in the 2009 municipal census, there were 9,825 people. So, you know what? Great news. They're probably breaking 10 Gs now. Yeah. Look, look at you go, and you can take credit for that. I, I will. Now that you're moving there. And yeah. then you have like 15 kids living in that trailer you're going to be owning. You're going to be a homeowner soon. Have you thought about buying a trailer? I actually have considered buying a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked at some Hinton property. And there's nothing wrong with it. And I was like, man, trailer. you just get into like a 30-year mortgage. <laughs> the monthly payments are like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you connect your life to Hinton for thirty years, they really like, let you off on these <laughs> biweekly payments. I'm just like, what am I doing? Not having a 
fifty year mortgage. <laughs> a hundred year mortgage. My children's children will have to pay for this. Um, okay, so you're going to Hinton. When do you move there? I'm thinking uh next week. My start date is August sixteenth. That's coming up. Wow, wick. Uh, yeah, and I got Is this sh- the last time? Do we I feel like we gotta like shoot or something beforehand, like before I have zero people to shoot with. Yeah, you probably need to do like a sketch like you did for my wedding. Yeah. About how upset you were that I was getting married. You need to do a how upset you are yeah. that I'm moving to Hinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And um and we have to bring all the every actor who's acted in one of those has to come back, including you. Deal. Deal. I'm right here. I'm already here. You can be the guy who freaks out about that, too. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, okay, so August 16th you start. You're moving next week, and Jasmine's gallivanting off in Utah. She is gallivanting in Utah. Okay, what my question there is, like, is she going to, is there positions for her in Hinton? Oh, no, she's not moving with me. <laughs> oh, you're just dude. Get a trailer. Get a trailer. Uh, let's see. You know, there is potential jobs for her in Hinton, but she's probably going to stick it out till the end of the month here in Calgary. Okay. Yeah. But eventually, she will move to Hinton with yes. you. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh no, Jasmine would never oh, live ja- in. <laughs> Jasmine's in Utah now. That's where she lives. Now. She is not coming to Hinton. She was like, yeah. "You idiot." I am never coming with We're you. We're doing long there. distance marriage from now on. No. no. Might work for some no. people. No, no. People with no. terrible marriages. <laughs> I think I'm going to be one of those people who like sleeps in a separate bed from his wife. <laughs> At least from time to time. Yeah, cuz it's hot. I don't like yeah. I don't need another body around it's me hot. like every time they twitch you wake up. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah. 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 And for what? Just love and companionship? Just who needs love? that? <laughs> The two, like, wait, are you single? Yeah, I'm single. Mr. Bachelor. Hi, everybody. He's available. Mr. Bachelor over here. Yeah, we're like, what do you need love for? And you're like, just to have to be happy, <laughs> to have a nice, fulfilling <laughs> life. I was like, we're like, like eh, we're in, we like podcasting instead. <laughs> Maybe that's why I do so many podcasts. <laughs> totally is. Fill some Still, sort of yeah. You didn't know yeah. that already? Oh, dang it. Did you even podcast when you're on a date? Because <laughs> oh. you're just like I need to emulate Hold my on. true life. I, 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 I walk around this. with my Pelican case full of microphones, <laughs> and we're sitting having coffee, and I set 150 microphones. Yeah, at yeah, all times. yeah. And I I interview the barista at the same time. <laughs> yeah, everyone in the room has a mic. They're all <laughs> they're all mic'd up, and everybody has headphones too. It's a cacophony. It's one track. Yeah, there's no differentiating <laughs> who's saying what to who. It makes it's insane and it's doing very well. Um, it's called Cacophony Podcast. Check it out. So you're, <laughs> are you going to be sh- shooting guns off the back porch? What's you know what's what's life like in Hinton? You've been there now. Yeah, I did go visit there to look at properties, tour the hospital. Uh, it's it's kind of rugged. It's yeah. kind of like in the wilderness. Cool. Like I mean, I'm used to like living in prairie towns, mm-hmm. but it's like this place is surrounded by forest and there's mountains nearby yeah so obviously you know i'm gonna have to buy a truck you have to buy a truck i have to buy a truck uh everyone there is like yeah you gotta you're gonna be a mountain biker 
they have like a 50 kilometer bike park in the town. Wow. For mountain biking. In the center of town. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Right. It's in the middle of town. And uh, cross country skiing. They're like, one guy told me, he's like, we have a world class Nordic center. He's like, Actually, I don't know if it's world class. <laughs> I've never been outside of Hinton, <laughs> but I think it's pretty good. He's like, it's a really good one, but he's like, he's like, I don't want to oversell it. Like, it's like, he's like, I don't know if it's world class, but it's, it's definitely it's class. Hinton class. It's definitely Alberta class. It's probably, and it's so funny because the only other Nordic center I can think of is Canmore. So I'm like, Hinton is just Edmonton's Canmore. Yeah, and probably a lot cheaper. The Canmore then, uh, of Canmore. Yeah. And I got the the sweet uh, hints from the people where they're like, see the pulp mill over there? And they're like, you smell that? And I'm like... <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just smell forest fire smoke. And they're like, they're like, you want to, you don't want to live downwind of the pulp mill or it'll, just, it'll smell like wet cardboard all the time. Mm. I was like, mm. What if you like that? Well, where do you think I uh, rented an apartment? <laughs> Right beside the pulp mill. Obviously. I, I thought you were going to say that, like, they're going to be like, yeah, and guess what? You get all the free pulp you want. You want pulp? <laughs> pulp <laughs> mill. Orange juice doesn't have enough. Drive. You just drive on. There's a little drive through and they give you the extra pulp. And you can do whatever you, you want to make your own paper at home. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You want to make your own paper mache? The pulp does that, too. Pulp has many uses. <laughs> they start going through all the pulp uses. Good oh, gravy. All right, so damn, Lyndon. I mean, I knew I knew this day was coming. I knew. Yeah, I already told you I accepted a job in Kelowna. Yeah. So then I had to have that awkward conversation. Oh, you're breaking up. Yeah, with I Kelowna. To, I had to break up with Kelowna. Yeah. It's like a great way to start your professional career. Be like, hey, remember when I said yes? <laughs> to be a job slut. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I said absolutely yes, can't wait to come out, live in the Okanagan, and work at your hospital? I was like, that was all, it was all a ruse. I did not want that at all. Well, actually, I, that's the problem. I'll we say whatever it needs that. to take. Oh, you did? We did want to move to Kelowna. So why'd you take Hinton? The city of Kelowna did not accept us. Too we expensive. Could, we could not find a place to live, even though... It's so expensive to rent out there. Every application we sent in, denied. Why? Here's the thing. They put up an ad for like a two-bedroom basement suite. Because every home in Kelowna Mm -hmm. has to suite out their basement so that they can afford their mortgage. Because everything is so expensive there. Mm -hmm. And they're like, for $1,900 a month, you can live in our dank basement in Kelowna. And we're like, yes, please, master. Let us. Let us live in your basement. Allow us. We'll 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 pay our own. We'll pay sixty percent of the uh, utilities. I'll do the the yard work too. Yes. I'll clean your toilet. <laughs> yeah, we'll go upstairs. We'll clean your house. I'll be your, Matt, your servant. And they're just like, that sounds pretty good. I, like, I can't First say all, slave. <laughs> Disney can't anymore either. No. They're not allowed to say slave. that. Slave. No. Yeah. Servant Bo- one, they're Boba, gonna call it. Boba Fett's spaceship. <laughs> I will be Boba paid, paid sir, paid butler one. I will be your Boba Fett spaceship. Yeah, and they're like, I understand. Uh, no, so they put up an ad. They'll get about six hundred responses in like four to six hours that it's up. Oh wow! And of those six hundred people, they select ten to fifteen to actually see the place, and the people that see the place actually get to apply. So if you're even lucky enough to get a viewing. 
you still got to compete with like at least a dozen, a dozen other people to get your application accepted. Mm. And they're like, we want a credit check. We want your birth certificate. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's how we weed people. We out. have to know you've been born. Give us your passport. If you don't have a passport, you're not renting. What's there. your sin? They want that, of course. <laughs> and they're doing credit checks. They're like, what's your credit card number? <laughs> and your CV code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just the three digits on the back of the card, yeah. please. Yeah. They're like, we're going to need all that. What position do you sleep in? And then they... Stomach? <laughs> yeah, stomach sleeper? Stomach sleepers are not If you well are a stomach Get sleeper, the hell <laughs> Don't even bother applying. Dirty yeah. stomach sleeper. Yeah, and then you'll apply, and they'll be like, we'll get back to you on Tuesday. And then half of them just ghost you. Yeah. And then the other half are like, uh, I know your future landlords are going to love you, but no, we're not going to rent to you. That That's it's like breaking you, up with somebody. Me. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You know, like, I'm sure your next uh, significant <laughs> other is going to think you're great, but you're make, I think you suck. You're going to make some lucky landlord so happy one day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just not right you're for me. You're such a good tenant. I can feel it. <laughs> you're such a good tenant. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can't even live out there. You're so sweet. We're just going Bye. other ways. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Kelowna was not working out. Well, then, at, and at even, least. And even Jasmine had a job offer out there. Uh, and then they rescinded it oh. for a local person that could just, like, work right away. Right. Right. And we're, like, nailing the coffin. We're out of this yeah. place. Yeah. Well, and at and least it's on fire right now. At, at least you having to decline that job offer, even though you already accepted it. At least it's it's not like you were like JK's LOL. I hate Kelowna and I never want to go there. That's true. It, it was like a hey, yeah. We tried, but we, we I literally can't cannot. live. Like it's, yeah, like, and they're just like it'll be easier later. They're like just you know reapply later. They're like, look for another, look for a place in September. They're like, we'll just keep pushing off. I don't know. Though uh, I did like my brother-in-law's advice. Shout out to Brian. Brian doesn't listen up? to this. Good job, Brian. Uh, Thanks, Brian. And I was like, you know, I'm like on Google, like looking up like the most professional way to retract an acceptance of a job offer. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, give him an email. Be like, can't wait to see you in September. <laughs> Move to Hinton, start working there, and anytime they call you up and they're like, hey, we haven't, you need to send in like this document or something for your start date, be like, I'll be right on that. <laughs> and then I, and then I, <laughs> and then like on my start date, I'll be like, hey, I'm trying to find the lab. <laughs> I'm out in the hallway. I'm waving my hand. Can you see me? Like, Can you see me, Mickey? Yeah. Mickey, I'm outside. Mickey, Bring me into the there, lab, Mickey. 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 I'm ready to start work here. Do you see me? Are you outside? You I have a suit me. on, Mickey. You can't see me, Mickey? I have Mickey? my scrubs on, Mickey. Are you there, Mickey? And it's like, oh, you don't see me there, Mickey, because I've been working in Hinton for two I work weeks, in Mickey. I've been already working. You're pathetic. Mickey. Mickey. Shout out to Jake and Amir. Our uh, <laughs> primary source for theft, uh, creative theft over hey, these years. Jake and Amir stole it from Abbott and Costello. And we're just we're stealing d- it by proxy. So what we're doing is fine. It's all good, brah. <laughs> okay, so you start on the 16th. You've got a place there. 
in Hinton now. I, I have not signed a lease agreement. Oh. I put down my little deposit deposit. But you, there's but, a place you're looking at. Yeah. I've got... What's it like? Can you describe it to us? Here's, here's my thing. It's an apartment. Is it like this kind of? Well, it's two bedroom. It's bigger. It's nicer. It's fancier. What? <laughs> fourth floor. Here's my problem. And there's fourth a world-class Nordic Center club. There's a world-class Nordic Center. You don't want fourth floor. Here's the thing. You want to be able to jump out the window if you have to. They sold it to me as there's no noise from your upstairs neighbor. I was like, true. But there's true? also no elevator. Oh. So oh, no. Can't wait for you guys to come help me move. Yeah. Haul, haul all my stuff up four flights <laughs> of stairs. I'm never going to buy groceries again. I'm not yeah. bringing groceries up four flights of stairs. Yeah, just get HelloFresh. No elevator. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. What are these? What is this place? Install uh, a, a little cable system outside. Yeah, just the a little, pulp mill a little, can't afford an elevator. A pulley system up my balcony. Yeah, what do they? What do they call it when it's an in-house little? The dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. Yeah, that's right. Put a dumbwaiter in. Yeah. 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 So. So okay. All right. And since okay, there's no possible way. It's never been done before. That you can't podcast unless you're in the same room. Yeah, I don't. I have well, no idea how anybody would ever yeah. do that. No one. No one does it any other way. Mm-mm. So we will. We will. We can't do the podcast anymore. So well, no, there is a way. But here's the thing, though. Okay, so this is. Wait, there is a way. There's. Here's. We're getting to the point where it's like now we need to start thinking about like what does the future entail. I'm kind of excited for the idea of a rebrand. A rebranding. Maybe this is, it's like, yeah, this is the end of this thing that we've called mission stories. And uh, life is a mission. Life is a life mission. Life has been a mission. Life has been a mission. And it's been a, a, a great mission to do mission stories and to help me work through my, you know, my uh, crises, my faith crisis. And for you to become more hard boiled in your religious beliefs, <laughs> <laughs> you started sort of, uh, you're, you're kind of like, hey, I get, you know, and then like by the end of it, you're like, Joseph Smith is my prophet. Joseph Still. Smith is my personal savior. You're, yeah. like, you're like, no, Lyndon, now you're getting it okay, all you've got, wrong. Okay, you're, it's all backwards now. <laughs> now you've taken it too far. And I'm like, oh, crap. Crap. I, I, I think you haven't taken it far enough. <laughs> and I like that. I like those words. Thank you. Yes, he does need to take it further. Yeah, as more and more you filthy just... <laughs> apostates have come on this podcast, <laughs> it's hardened me. Yeah, what is, what is wrong with your show? You're like harboring criminals, basically. I, here's the thing. We always wanted to be an inclusive space. Mm-hmm. We never wanted the apostates and the true believers to feel unwelcome. The apostates? I've yeah, never heard that pronunciation. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, now you have. That's well, the, here it is. Well, that's the proper Greek pronunciation. Maybe that's the new podcast, The Apostates. <laughs> the Apostates. And you eat, you eat apps and you talk about apostasy. Appies. In the States, the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Some yeah. appies at Chili's in America. What if our next thing is that we stream video games on Twitch? Nah. Okay. I won't. I won't email in. That'll be the end. <laughs> the end of emails. That's right. Because which I know is why everybody watches the show. Of course, it is kind of appropriate that you are the last guest. Of I was the stories. first guest. You were the first guest. Wait, what? I was the he first was, guest. Yeah, 
yeah makes sense, this is actually. so appropriate and you you know you're you've really which, been a part of every single episode i would imagine which is except why, for the first one i yeah i've always emailed in yeah which is why i am and officially you naming you as my successor except and then uh, we're going to end it oh but i can't afford i can't afford the housing in the area in so <laughs> you live here so now what? start it again we're starting the podcast again you are now my co-host and Lyndon is the new guest. Okay. So we'll, just, are... we'll pipe in some music. Wait, right? we there. <laughs> Mission <laughs> Stories podcast with Troy and Alex. Welcome to Mission Stories. Here's my, as always. As, as always, always this been. Is, it's, it's always been this way. Don't look in the history books. It's no, always yeah, been yeah, don't look at history. Troy and Alex. And then we'll always read, and forever. Read some emails. Yeah. And uh, uh, Lyndon. Uh, Lyndon is our guest uh, here yeah. today. Telling you about my new life in, in Hinton. So is that, is that, are we officially, so this is it. This is, we're ending Mission Stories. This is the last episode of Mission Stories, officially. Unless we feel like doing another one. <laughs> well, I Isn't think. Isn't that if, how it's always been, though? <laughs> every episode has been our last episode. Yeah, yeah, Unless we feel like making another one. Right. Does we, it, we always have. Does it become, I like the idea of it becoming something else, because I feel like it's been becoming something else. This whole time. It was Mission Stories, quote unquote, ended probably a year into it. Oh, yeah. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like once we started, once I got. I still always forget that it's like we used to like legitimately tell mission stories. Yeah. <laughs> and that we'd be like, OK, what's this? What's the story we're going to tell today? What what dogs did I encounter on my mission? What that goose was, did I kill on my, on my mission? Yeah. I don't know if that happened. That was, you know, and we're just spitting, you know, whatever. Just here, that, saying the, random. I feel like that dog things. episode is when mission stories really die. <laughs> I think you're right. You're probably right. It's when we realized that the core concept was not tenable. It was. It could not continue. That's telling that's why mission stories is horribly. You have boring. to go on another mission. Yeah. Which is why life became a mission. Yeah, it's like well, we right. want to branch out. Yeah. To, we didn't rebrand. We just evolved. Yeah. Or devolved. We we called it the same thing, and it's you know I think it's we don't really serve that core audience who really liked the the Mormon centric stuff, but that's okay. Well, I mean, what happened was we had the infamous dog stories episode, which didn't air. Yeah, we never. For the people that are from. unaware, we recorded a, an episode where we told dog stories from our mission. That I had, was the theme. And I don't remember why, but we had to like re-listen to it. I don't know if there's technical difficulties or yeah, like something happened. And in the middle of recording, we had to like look at each other and be like, this is the worst content. This is so bad. Like, yeah, like I'm listening to you tell a dog story and I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah. I'm going to have to jump in and tell my dog story. And I was like, my dog stories are like illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing was that the old format was. It was like, okay, it's my turn to talk for 15 minutes uninterrupted. Here I go. And then it was like, although no. so There would be some like interjections, some clarifying questions of stories. Your stories were always more interesting, I think, because they were, I think you're a little bit better of a storyteller and I'm a little bit better of a interjector. Mm. And so those were always the better stories. And then when it was my turn to talk, I would like, I would go all down all these... These meaningless, these useless side paths of like. And I was absolutely useless. <laughs> you to were help silent. <laughs> I'm like the worst storyteller. You're the worst, you know, interjector. And so it was always just like made me look like a fool, and you look like. Uh, 
<laughs> like I'm out here dying. You're not. You're just folded arms, <laughs> cold dead staring. Oh, does somebody like, know a lifeguard? <laughs> looking at we me. We help this guy. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, could you maybe like steer me onto like the yeah. more interesting path? Ask me an interesting, like, you know. No. You're like, I don't, you're like, I've literally, I'm not listening right now. I'm just staring <laughs> at you. I'm, Lyndon's I'm waiting like, for my turn. Like in his head, like a song is playing. <laughs> just sitting there and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this story is so bad. <laughs> this sucks. And, and then, so then uh, yeah. So then we stopped. We're like, we're done. We're done telling mission stories. Well, then guests, we, then, yeah. we, kept, we ran out of our own and then we got guests to come on. You were the first one. Hadn't been on a mission. Which I thought was so funny. <laughs> you texted me. It was like the same day. You were like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast today? And I said, you realize like I have not been on a mission, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we think it would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like we want nothing to do with missions anymore. Yeah. And then you came on and then we had this run of guests. Some of them had been on missions. Some of them had not. And the mission guests, there's some like interesting stuff. There that were some came good ones. That we just got so sick of our guests. Yeah. Well, we got to. And we're so thankful for every guest that we've had. Honestly, it but... it, it wouldn't have gone on as long without the guests because it did inject a lot of new and fresh and interesting content and, you know, and perspectives and stuff. And truly, it, mm-hmm. I actually am great. I know we like we always like roast our guests after they, they leave when we're on <laughs> our own. But that's uh, my favorite part of the show. It's like, what are they going to say about me on the on the next episode? And we act like they are never going to hear it. But if they listen to the next episode, we talk about like, yikes, that was uh, interesting. Can you believe that guy? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the problem has always been that we just love ourselves so much. And we're too we're too we chase the bit maybe a little too much. uh, The joke we chase the joke in uh, at the expense of. sincerity perhaps but uh that's just you know that's what that's the brand that's the experience that's the experience yeah who needs sincerity when you can be laughing though that's Mm -hmm. what i think but then some of the guests yeah it's it was like uh we had that experience that was just like you just can't control them we're we're fully out of missionary territory i think by the time our last guest for a long time was kara henry and she was talking about like what's crossfit CrossFit. and and i remember there was some point in that interview i was like we've completely like jumped the shark what what are we talking i mean i'll love and love to kara henry great guest great app but like what are we talking it wasn't mission stories anymore yeah we're talking we're like yeah the black black boxes huh tell us about the black box which is a crossfit it's where they do their workouts i don't know whatever who cares but (laughs) yeah we, we were just like Let's just bring it back to basics. And then it was you and I for a good long while until, of course, we didn't record as many episodes in that time period. It was just you and I, but it like months would go by and then like mm-hmm. we put out another episode. And, um, and then I think we just, the only guests we've had back on, I think are you, Theo's come back. Is that it? Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We. Oh, and then a, sort of our recent run of, of guests has been um interesting too I, i've i've really enjoyed having guests back on we haven't yeah. done an episode just by ourselves and since we've started the video maybe or i think yeah. the first one was just video but anyway it's been i've liked having the guests back on yeah we were like we're so sick of guests we don't know what they're gonna say we can't control them yeah and then we're like oh my gosh you need guests to survive well, we went it makes it w- easy. Like it, it, it's really nice because there's 
they're that even though it is a wild card and you can't control them that kind of it makes the episode more interesting because you're not coming into it being like this is what we're going to talk about it's like well there's this mystery person in here who might add something i don't mind an uncontrollable guest what i the issue sometimes is like podcasting is a skill Mm -hmm. it is a skill and talking into a mic for long periods of time is something that we were not good at in the beginning either and and we expected our guests to be good at it and it's like for a lot of these people it's the first time they're doing this and yeah we're just, so they'll be like we were talking about this before like sometimes you'll have a guest in there and podcasting is all about elaborating without um being prompted to you know? right it's volunteering right. elaboration and sometimes yeah. people are good at that we've had some real naturals on the podcast with that and some people are a little you know obviously less um good at that but um and that's okay because we were we were dog shit at that too in the beginning but now we're amazing mm-hmm. the best of the best best that's why it's time to have to ever done it call it quits while we're Quit at the top of the game. right at the exactly, seated, right exactly. as we're sort of coming back into our own we finally figured out video <laughs> let's get rid of it now let's. I I kind of want to talk about like what what is a future plan? Like I feel like we should keep because uh, there is a way to you know to podcast at a distance, but um, some sort of video conference of sort. Yeah. Here's the thing though, you're <laughs> gonna need. I mean, if we want to do is it, my gaming headset mic not good enough? It might. Oh, not please, good enough. please don't. Gaming headsets are the worst for recording podcasts with people because it's right have, close. Have they tried? I've record I've recorded with with people using gaming headsets, and it's hey. like it can pass if you're a guest, but every episode, nah. And and just that sort of that um, the sound of like conference audio, that conference audio sound. The like this is one thing I've really prided a, over on this podcast is how good the audio has been from like day one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it has continued to be so even to today. But to I think like, here's a, here's a couple, I have a couple thoughts. I think one thing you, we should keep doing something. Uh, but even if it's in some different form or like maybe you have like a little podcast show and I don't know. You could interview the whole town of. You Pinkin. could interview the town. I think you should invest in some podcast equipment. I've been meaning to some bare minimum, some bare bones, something you could do. Um, you know, remote. You got to give me from. the equipment list. Yeah, you need uh, it's just something, something bare bones, so that and then because what we could do, and this is what a lot of people do, is they like they'll record. Each side, like we'll have the conference call, but you're recording your side mm-hmm. on good audio. Yeah. And so it's like we're having the conversation, but then you just send me your side of the audio or something, and then we s- smack it together. It's like we're in the same room. Interesting. Yeah. So there's it's one easy. way. To that do sounds it. like a bit of work for you. A lot of work. Yeah. Wow. So much work. Not for not you. not for me, really. Like, but for you, you'd kind of have to figure out how how to do that. You're a smart lad, though. Just download Audacity. Easy. Hey, Easy. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we still want footage. The I webcam mean, on would, my uh, Acer laptop, not good. <laughs> I mean, you could invest in like these 4K or 1080p. <laughs> Get a ring light. Yeah. 
have Jasmine do my makeup beforehand. You're no, like, no, you got to do your makeup, makeup while you're doing the podcast. That's yeah. the thing now is that you talk while you're doing the makeup. Yeah. And then when you're done the video, the makeup's done and you show everybody. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then you put it on TikTok. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. Okay, so that's one idea. So that's one idea. Um, or we continue mission stories. Alex is now my co-host. Um, <laughs> the natural successor. Obviously. I don't know. It's like yeah. it's, mission stories is you and I. That's what that is. If yeah. we were to start a podcast, we'd have to call it something different. It, it'd I'm be sorry. something else. It would, it would be I something else. I understand. You know? I, don't, I don't want the Mission Stories brand. Also, I'm okay, doing so many other back. podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> You're if all podcasted out. Yeah. Let's be real. I'm Let's or maybe be real. not. Maybe you have infinite potential for podcasts. I, th- I think I might. I think about a lot. Yeah. I do, I do have some ideas. Interesting. But wouldn't so. you want to take over Mission Stories just to stick it to Andrew? <laughs> Hi, Andrew. I hope you're enjoying listening to this episode of Mission Stories. I bet you with, wish you were uh, here. With me and my co-host, Troy, and hey. our guest, Lyndon. <laughs> I mean, here, here's another thing to consider. I, okay, so Mission Stories has some regular listeners now. It's not many, but we're a small and we're a, an intimate group of people. Do we continue the mission without Lyndon? Is that possible? Is that a is that even a thing that we could do? I don't think so. What do you think, Lyndon? Mission I, is stories. That a, is that a stab to your heart? I mean, you literally you just named your successor, but without Lyndon. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would understand because I have moved away. Yeah. But Obviously, you can come back like any literally anytime you want, sort of a thing. Am I? A part of the Mission Stories brand. The DNA. Right down to the genetics. I guess so. Yeah. So without me, it would just be an empty shell. Cancel it. Cancel it. It's It's done. We're done. (laughs) Mission Stories is canceled. Can't wait for the future for uh, Troy and Lyndon in the evening. Yeah. Troy and Lyndon in the late afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon Delight with a whole network of shows. Yeah, with Troy and Lyndon. Yeah, you have to buy out. separate yeah. channels for each. It's, time it's, for it's, the, exa- it's the exact same premise, format, show, people, always the same. It just depends what time you record. And it'll be like the the Saturday afternoon special. Yeah, yeah. That's often when we record, so that'll probably be the main channel. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I've sort of been, I mean, I love, I've, I've loved, uh, obviously I love podcasting with my co-host Lyndon here, but I've also been sort of like, for a while we've talked about like, can we go away from the like, the missions, like the Mormon, the mission story, you know, the obsession with like Mormonism. Um, I'm kind of ready to. Hey, not yet, because I still need you guys to write my sacrament. Oh, that's right. Oh, we'll, right, right. We'll do right. that at some point here. Today. This is yeah. the last Mormon episode yeah. yeah do we need maybe it's we should wrap up all the the mormon loose ends that we've you know opened up over the years <laughs> are they not are there loose ends i don't know are there i mean besides the fact that it's like i need you on air to write my sacrament talk right and then i can give can you imagine writing credit to alex williams on a sacrament talk I mean, he's basically back in the church because he went to an elders quorum activity. <laughs> I did. You did? They had free pizza, yeah. J- just because the church isn't true doesn't mean the pizza's not good. The pizza's true. 
Exactly. <laughs> Got a testimony of that? Yeah. Therefore, no. Ipso facto. Ipso facto de fimo. The church is true. <laughs> You're if like casting true, spells over here. <laughs> Lorem ipsum. <laughs> That's made up. Don't be silly. Ipso facto, if the church's pizza is true, then the, the church, church is, is true. true. And, and Joseph Smith was a prophet. And the cornerstone of the church is pizza, as we know. Or heart attacks on your door. <laughs> <laughs> That was like, actually... I thought you meant heart attacks, and I was like, and heart attacks. I was like, oh, oh, that's serious. Heart attacks on your door. Heart attacks on your door. Pizza in your that's stomach. A, that's a callback to the last episode. Yeah, where that's how we're going to get Alex back in the church. Oh. Caleb said he's yeah. one heart attack oh, away that's right, and from Caleb. coming oh. back to church, or like a plate of cookies or something. Right, right, but right. Then, I'll take update. the cookies. He said he went to church. Yeah, what? So he, like, he was never out. He he just had to come on the podcast, yeah. and he's just like, you know what? This you know podcast what? is it, it's been such a testimony builder for so yeah. many of us. It kind of is. That's what I kind of like about it. Like it's sort of or a testimony destroyer. It's whichever it, way you want to go. For one yeah. individual, yeah, yeah, yeah. completely like decimated. It's you know what it is. It's a, it's a little. It's a it's a magnifying glass for what's already there. You know. Hey, you know what? I like that. It's a revealer of the truth, this podcast. It's a seer stone. <laughs> a polished little stone from a well. And you look How inside nice. of it and you see the truth. That's what this podcast is. I think so. And fully narrate, fully written <coughs> books you could see inside and you can... You can. You, you can, still have to make some corrections you have later to, on. And though, you have but. to dictate the whole thing. Someone's got to write it out. And you can never look yeah. at the source plates or whatever. But either way, it's fine. Let's... um. So yeah, so Should Alex we... is back in the church. He's he's collecting the pizza. <laughs> he's not paying his tithing, so it's truly free pizza. Do you have any updates on your? Uh, you said you didn't really want to talk about your apostasy in this episode, but do you have any updates for us about your apostasy? Do you have anything about to my say? apostasy you have or Linda's apostasy about the exact thing you didn't want to talk about? Do you want to tell us anything? <laughs> yeah, because my email, I I said I want to come on and just talk about Star Wars. But um, we've talked about everything but that wait. so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I made a reference to uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Wait, do we have emails to read? Mm. I don't know. Because I think it would be. <laughs> Let me check. I think it would be great Should to. We... Uh, I mean, Alex will know the answer. Do we have emails? You to read? do. You do. Yeah. There's no better Let thing than to read the email of the guest sitting right here. Yeah. And I know. Why are you writing emails into your own show, Alex? <laughs> And no one's ever you know done what? that. You know what? You gotta, you know, you gotta at least give the appearance of having an audience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? So we got a message from Melissa. Melissa Rogers, top mentor concierge on a new social audio experience called Wisdom. Nice. Nice. I'd like to invite you. I'd like to formally invite you to be a top mentor on the app. It's designed. Who are we going to folks like feel, you so you can monetize your experience? Don't, and do some don't feel at the too same special. Time. I got the exact same email. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> well, I do feel special. We're in the same class as Alex Williams. <laughs> they think we'd be the perfect <laughs> you mean they, fit. They, they in crawled the, the RSS feeds and, and emailed everybody. Top mentors yes. get monetization every time anyone listens to you. You also get your talks privileged in search. Sounds too good to be true. Ground floor. Oh, it's the ground floor. Uh, we don't want ground floor. I want second floor. We want the friggin' penthouse. Anyway, I don't see a pot or uh, an email. I guess is this it? Just like the thing you, yeah, yeah, about 
I know nothing about basketball, but I very much enjoyed the basketball talk. Is yeah, that... I, I thought that was nice. Have I we, actually have we enjoyed read it. That on the I, podcast, have we read this? no, no, because that was your last episode. Here oh right. <laughs> uh, c- uh, can't wait to be a ministering angel with Caleb. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. But apparently, he's getting his own thing in the celestial kingdom if he went back to church. Yeah. Plus, yeah. he's married in the temple, isn't he? Mm-mm. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I liked the conversation on ta- taking responsibility for our actions instead of just saying, God said so. It's the same as devil made me do it. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, be an adult. Just own your Wait, own. Wait, is that true? Can the devil make you do things? People say that. No. There, but there are people who are like, oh, I had a devil. Like, that's why I killed The devil was in that dog. But if the devil tempted me to do it, then am I truly responsible? Yo, speak. Yeah. Sometimes say I have to fight the devil all the time. The Lord will never try you with something you cannot bear. Thank you for that. You're Thank welcome. You. You're Thank welcome. You, Alex. Apostate Alex. <laughs> Apostate. <laughs> Just make your choices. Your life is yours. Yeah, I yelled that. Is, is that in all caps? Is redacted. Yeah. Everything after this? No, no, no. There was something. There was, put, some, there was something redacted. I put. I forget what it was, but Aww. something that was said in the podcast like irked me so bad. And then I wrote out this whole rant, and then I was like, "No, nah, I, I, I can't. That's Can you gonna tell be us what me. it is now. I don't Can remember. I hint? don't remember what it was. I just remember was it something Jeremy said. I don't know. Do you remember sense? the person who said it? Was it me? Was it something no, no, I no. Said? It was. It was. Caleb. No, it was. Lyndon. It was. I don't, I don't have know. to have been Lyndon. I don't know who said it. You're but. lying. Because if you wrote out a giant rant, you and know, then deleted it. <laughs> you know, you know. I, no, you have I have, I have a lot I of forget. little rants. It was, it was, it was something about the church that, and then uh-huh. uh, I don't know if it was church history or what, but it was something that I was like, was it my big slavery reading section? I don't what I don't remember that. I read but. a whole section about slavery, <laughs> oh, yeah. and Caleb was getting real. He was just like, enough already. You're yeah, just no. reading an article verbatim. Oh, no, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I was like really <laughs> not on brand for us. Though. Really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then I was like, no, the Mission Stories podcast is not about that. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you went on to say, I love how Jeremy was the hyped guest, but then it was all about Caleb. Both great guests. Jeremy yeah. did self hype himself. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, and I brought Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And we were glad to have both of them. Um, and then you say, am I supposed to just pick a date? And then I went on to say, you dictate to us. August 7th. And then you said, Saturday's July 24th. And Lyndon was sick. Yeah. And then you were sick. And then I said, see you then. And then we we offline picked this day. Yeah. 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 So that was the... F- Kind of the final, uh, I mean, I guess people, unless people react to this, which, unless you're going to write in about this episode. I will write in you about probably this will. episode. And it won't get read. Maybe it'll get read on a future on, podcast. Yeah. On your new podcast. Yeah. Except we won't. We'll be like, what's Mission Stories? We don't even know. You'll just deny culpability. <laughs> Mission Stories is dead. Mission? And like a phoenix... Rising from the ashes. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. And that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> that's too long of a name. <laughs> um, what about this? Welcome to Like a Phoenix Rising from the Ashes. So too does this podcast 
Rise anew. Rise from the ashes. What if what if I just start what if I just start my own podcast called um Hanging with Mr. Cooper or something like that? And <laughs> that sounds that sounds incredibly inappropriate. Good. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Because it's all about dirty stuff. <laughs> just kidding. No, but then, then you can be a guest whenever you want. And then I can talk about um, whatever I want, like pie or blueberry math, Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah, algebra. Um, that could be good. You know, I was thinking about doing like a solo episode, like a like the third annual solo episode, because we did like one per year, basically. Mm. I just never got around to it. Probably for the best. I think it's because of COVID. <laughs> there was no, uh, there was no trauma for You're me. Right. <laughs> yeah, there was no. Yeah, each one was like you were, you had. Uh, is when we were a little more dedicated to weekly episodes too. Yeah, you were like, we have to get it out every Something week. Something has to be out. It's like Lyndon's in the hospital getting stitches. Should we write your talk? Yeah, we got to do that. What's your topic? What's your topic? Let me. Uh, the topic is blessings of the Come Follow Me manual. <laughs> remember when we were gonna? Remember when we were gonna do like weekly Come Follow Me? Yeah, like yeah, mission yeah. stories versions. Yeah, of that it? didn't even get like out of the hangar, let alone off the ground into the air. Like that was <laughs> like it, it got it got onto the blueprint. Like you the sh- hangar wasn't even built. No, no, <laughs> right, right, right. You said the words, and then I was like, yeah, maybe. And then that was the last we ever really. Yeah. Did anything with that? Okay, so, so the benefits so I'm gonna of I'm going to give you the framework, what I have okay. so far. Okay. okay. Um, the, the one unique thing is I've never spoken in my ward before. Okay. I've only, I've been on a speaking assignment in Banff. Cool. But I've never, so this is like my introductory talk in the so ward. So Banff is in your stake? Yes. Cool. Um, so, and obviously there's like, you know, 12 people, so they don't want to make all 12 people in Banff just, just rotate constantly. Right. So they send people from the West Stake to go speak out there. So I have spoken in Banff, Banff National Park. Banff National Park. But I've never spoken in my own ward. So it's like my introductory talk, but also my farewell talk. And so I feel like I could probably spend like seven to 10 minutes of my 12 to 15 minutes just telling my life story. Right. And I figure I could make it pretty entertaining. Yeah. Gospel related? No. Could make some stuff up too. Yeah. Yeah, you could just lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks about it for a second. I'm like, yeah, that a possibility. Yes. Yeah, you could do that. So yeah, I like that's your first instinct is like you could <laughs> do what the devil does. You could, could do what Satan wants. I could deceive them. <laughs> you could lie. Have you thought about hey, that? Is it murder? Steal? Is it is it a lie if it strengthens their testimonies? I've done. Yeah. I've, I've given talks like that. Um, well, it's, it's like it's it's it is a lie, but the question is: is it wrong, or is it is does the does the net positive justify right. the? Well, this is this is one of the things the negativity because they're like you know the blessings of come follow me. Talk about some personal experiences, and I guess like one of my personal experiences is like doing the Book of Mormon one, and like Nephi kills Laban. Epic. And I'm like, Jasmine, let's talk about all the 
you know, the meta ethics of what Nephi just did. Yeah. Nothing you would do in Sunday school. Yeah. No. But something that we do on the podcast or if I'm having Sunday school with my wife. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to get into it. And if you have the mic in sacrament meeting. That's just they, another podcast. They're not going to pull me away. No. Right. They got time to fill. They got to fill the time. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, you know, listen, uh, is this important for our salvation? No. So let's get into it. This is what you should say. You should say, I I do a podcast called Mission Stories. You should go listen and subscribe. I did plug the podcast in the Banff talk. Yeah. Good. Nice. Hello, everybody in Banff. But Be- beautiful. There town. was one lady who was like, "Okay, so what is it called?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't actually want you to like look it up." <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted people to be. And it's one of those things where um, it's like the Howard Thurston school of speaking, where it's like you go in there and you tell them you're like, "I'm so excited to be speaking to you today," and then you tell them be like, "I love speaking. I have a podcast." And then in their mind, they're like, this guy's good at speaking. Yeah. Right. They're like, he's happy to be here and he's good at speaking. And it doesn't matter what you say. They believe it because you told them that you are so happy to do it. That's always been my philosophy. I like the philosophy of like, you don't really, you never, at the very least, you never apologize for doing what you're doing for speaking. It's like, oh, I'm not very good at speaking. I was nervous to speak. Like some people, it's like the first five minutes are like, I know that. It's a story about how the bishop went up to, you know, or some member of the bishopric tried to get them to speak and they've been avoiding them. And then they finally tracked me down. And now here I am. And it's like, OK, why don't you just best, it's like a nervous like I can relate because I also am like, eh. yeah. Right. How about this? You cut all that part out. You just start at the part where you just start talking about your subject. How about that? You know? Oh, no. See, my plan is to, like, avoid the subject for as long as possible. OK, because I think the most interesting thing is me yeah make it make it like a meta remove the topic make it about um i guess in a way do the thing i just said not to do sort of become a uh thompson what's his uh, how have i forgotten his name hunter s thompson where the, like he would co- his assignment was to cover like the kentucky derby mm-hmm. but the story was more about like not so much the kentucky derby but him going to the Kentucky Derby and like getting drugs right, and seeing all right. of like the people around what and goes like, on around the Kentucky. He right, is the right, story. Right. Yeah. So you talk about your family and then at the that's end right. you say, and that's why scripture study with family is so nice. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And that's the blessing that is something you could do. It's like, it's like, listen, we all get it. We all, we all got to put in our time in Sunday school and, you know, sort of the official things. I think what this, because really, what am I doing? I'm supposed to plug a program, the new program. Okay, what does the program do? Home-centered, church-supported is the... Podcast. Is the why. They want you to podcast at home without mics to each other. And <laughs> you know what happens on a podcast that can't happen in Sunday school? Magic. Magic. And I... Yeah, and here's some magic. And then you do a little like... And then I... An explosion. Some doves. Bunch of pennies. Like, yeah. Like a just hundred dollar bill just flying <laughs> out into the pews, and then it grows into a big, and it covers the whole audience. Do you think you could? And then they all make smell that like happen? I get that ready in twelve hours for my talk. <laughs> as, as something that starts this big becomes the size of the whole room. That's there, like real magic. Is there a magic shop? That's around? sorcery. There's a couple magic shops in town. I know where they are. <laughs> of course you do. But yeah, so my framework was basically like tell my life story to be like, this is how I got here. 
and then okay. be like, oh yeah, and then you're, you know, home centered, church supported, come follow me. I don't know, it's good. I like the idea of sharing the the weird insight that you got from doing the sort of home podcasting, you know, thing that you could never like there's there's a little bit of more of a structure you have to follow. There's the guidelines are a little more strict and that's okay. It's good because you don't want, you know, brother so and so and then you sort of like I'm like, you don't want friggin' brothers. <laughs> and and then you're like you struggle to remember their name in front of everybody like brother brother Chesterfield and you have that moment where it's everyone knows you've forgotten but you're like how do you this guy this guy right here yeah, yeah, he says guy. crazy shit am I right <laughs> we're getting sick of listening to this guy we'll bleep that out but no we're swear positive here aren't we you this is like the sixth time you've sworn this episode yeah we're but that one you got to bleep out. This one? Because it was done in sacrament, in a hypothetical You're sacrament. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, That's the second time. Hey, this isn't your show anymore. Yeah. You're a guest on my <laughs> apostate show. This is not an apostate show. This is. Uh, I mean, it's kind it's of an, an apostate show. It's a little, it's a little bit. It's, res- it's, it's, it's wrestling with been it. kind yeah, of can, apostate. We can't have a final episode. We have to get a share bear. That's true. Let's just keep it going. I mean, we, we have, have a, the, we have we the have subscription a, for another year, man. Should we have a double app? Uh, Cheryl and Sherry. We should. We got to get special Mother's Day episode. A mother, get the moms. My mom's in Hawaii right now, so she's not available. But I still uh, want to do a podcast with your mom. She'll she'll tear into you. Because I, I I would love that. Get her over here right now. Sit her right there. Sit her right here, and she'll (laughs) and she'll. I can't wait. She's gonna be like, "What are you not telling us, Alex?" Yeah. And you're, gonna the, have, and you're gonna have to tell us what you're not telling us. What's the actual reason? What's the what's the real reason? What are you hiding? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. What are the things that you're hiding? And we don't. You don't have to tell us. But when she's here, you got to tell her. I yeah. She'll, she's gonna want to know. And she's you're gonna my give her ecclesiastical the authority. Because you can lie to us, you can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to Cheryl Necklace. Yeah. You can't. You can lie in a sacrament talk, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or in general conference, that works too. Yeah. <gasps> Shock. Shock. Wow. This guy and his shock. This, this is the guy who's going down to Utah to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a waste of gas, man. No. <laughs> I'm uh, out. Any so you're, of, you're out for out. Uh, yeah. No trips to Utah. Yeah. No that's more uh no more dwelling in the past. Now I, I wonder if and we'll get back to your sacrament talk in a minute, but <sighs> I wonder if I'm allowed to bring this up. Probably not. Let's maybe do one of these where I <laughs> signal indicate signal the, the point in the audio when I start to discuss the thing that might be cut out. But yeah, just make it secretive, make, like cover it, blanket it. You yeah. know, do you um, you have another podcast? Uh, maybe or maybe you don't. I don't know where you maybe talk about. I don't know. Sort of. It's it's. It's slightly more Mormon, ex-Mormon, uh, apostate. Is that how you say it? Apostate. Slightly more, more apostate. Yeah. Now, is this, this is this something you want to discuss here or not? No, I mean it's it's fine to be in. We it's kind of like a, we we work through our yeah you know our our stuff because right? the the um, auspices of the show, if I'm using that word correctly, is that maybe I'm not. 
the the premise of the show is that it's kind of secretive it's all you know it's it's uh secret combinations it's no one uses their real names it's all and i suppose it's for the safety of those who are on the show yeah yeah um i I have a feeling you wouldn't care so much i wouldn't i wouldn't care as much but i know there we've had guests and stuff yeah who 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 would would, care do you think your co-host would care i don't think he would care um i've been on that podcast yeah um, i actually did you have to use a secret name i did yeah they gave yeah. me i didn't eat no until i was on that we were going to be using secret names they, yeah they have like the craziest names that are like hard to remember and every time i wanted to address one of them i had to remember their like secret name i literally went by elder jackson yeah oh you're just outing yourself now I mean, the people. Can't <laughs> I mean, it's find so it obvious. That. If you do find this podcast, you and can then tell. You listen who to it. it. It's like obviously you know who it is. Plus, like your co-host, friggin' says my name outright, half, <laughs> like halfway. Through. Yeah, it's 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 not like it's like a super secretive thing. If you message me, like if you know me and message me and want to listen, I I'll send you a link. What are you yeah, guys worried but, about? Like the the day nights coming after you? Yes. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Like no. It has to be in probably secret. family. I it's imagine. it's family. Yeah. It's a family family thing. That's why I say if somebody wants to message me and like ask for the link, I'll give it to them. Um, but it's just not something that we like put out there. And the whole idea of it is so that we can talk through our Mormon Mormon experience and and like work through it so that we can get over it and move on. And we're at that point. We haven't recorded an episode in like a month and a half. And, and you're you're done, right? Like you're... So my records aren't removed yet. I'm doing that. I think tomorrow I'll be talking to my bishop to okay. like get that done. Interesting. It's funny you have to go through a bishop to do it. Right? Yeah, I wish it was... It's. it's I wish it was an online... Just like click. unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unsubscribe email. Yeah. Yeah. Um... No, you got to talk to the bishop so he can throw in one last pitch. Yeah, he's got to he's got to sell. <laughs> but it but what if he's what, like or, or we only we only take nine percent of your money? I would I would get take a, a deal. I I take a two point five <laughs> deal, two and a half percent. I take that that deal. That's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a that's, bad deal. That's good. That's good. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, if, if it's like the customer retention department, right, right, yeah, right. and they're like, "We'll give you a special rate right. for what six can I, months." What can I do for you here? Yeah. yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah. So that that podcast. So I was a guest on it. Mm-hmm. I've I've said a lot of what I said there on this podcast already. So I don't really, yeah, care about myself. Well, but, yeah, and everything I've said on there, I've pretty much said. Yeah. You know to friends and elsewhere too right and on here <laughs> and on and on here yeah. um i'm How curious i wasn't invited to a secret X you were invited you you said no yeah that sounds right actually i don't think i said no i think i ghosted you guys. yeah you did we were like <laughs> so are we doing this and you just never responded well i wanted to wait well, i feel to like hear... you invited me like as troy's lackey well, they want it. No, we like you guys and your chemistry. We yeah. admire it, which we actually do have a podcast we want to invite you to be on, by the way. Like both of us? Yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I would I would do it. After listening to my episode, because that's what I wanted. I wanted to make sure that, like, 
I don't know that it wasn't. Um, I mean, you guys, ha- <laughs> you guys have like a tendency, and I think it's more your co-host, de- definitely, who's just gets so bitter and so like. Well, it's mean like it's like and- the it's it's the humor, right? Like we're being humorous, making jokes, and then sometimes there are those moments where it's like, okay, you know, maybe I think, that's like. The I think edge it goes past funny. Because it's so like sincere, and it's like everything you kind of hate about anti-Mormonism or ex-Mormonism. But it's so like, yeah, but not. I I don't think it's ever meant like it's not meant maliciously though. Oh, it totally it's is. That's the whole. I don't. Maliciously. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't think so. That's but. the whole point. Is that it's a malicious sort of fu. I mean, I but I talk about the plates and the thing, and maybe that's you know I'm sure a lot of people are get upset about that sort of thing. So I get it, and it is a little, but it's all based off of my own sort of heartbreak, I suppose. But um, right, and I, I assume that's where that's where um, your co-host probably. I think I think he's a big, soft, gooey centered person, and he's covering up. Probably a lot of some pain that he's feeling. I get a feeling that you felt nothing ever, and so it's less of a big deal for you. I'm emotionless. You're right. Not emotionless, but specifically about the church, you were like, I never really like was sold on it to I, begin I, with. I, th- uh, I think I was. I, I want to say something, but then I'm just like, I can't dox anyone. I, I think I was less emotionally. Alex was never, sold. you know, AP on his mission like Troy. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't as uh, invested. Well, it's and I I really was fully and completely sold. I was in. I was had. I'd, I don't want to say drunk the Kool Aid, but if there's a nicer way to say, I was completely invested. Right. I mean, I was in. And fully, I was doing everything. And, yeah. Right. But you never fully were like. You convinced. never went on a mission. Shame on you me. You didn't even I know. consider it. I know. Is it fair to say you were never truly convinced? I I think if if you asked me. As like an 18, 19 year old, 16, you know, like all my teenage years, I definitely would have said like, yes, I'm fully convinced. Like I totally buy you it. You would have said that, but would you I would have, have said actually, it, but like, it? but inside, especially around like 16 to 20, there was a lot more like, some of this doesn't add up for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and so I still would have said that. And I still like, was like, well, it's good. It's my family, you know? You know, and I hope it's true. Like, I think that would be awesome, right? But I I think I was definitely starting to kind of start to, to question things a little bit more, even subconsciously. Like, I don't know how aware I was of what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think the result is maybe your exit is a little... I mean, you're about to take your name off the records. That's something I don't think I could ever do. Even, right. Even as as much of as if I ever struggled to the point where I'm like, ah, I mean, you know what? If it came out that there was like a molest, a molestation, child molestation ring run by the 12, I think I'd be like, I'm done. You know? I yeah. Can't, I can't be. Associated. You're like, okay. You know, now I feel comfortable leaving. Truly. Yeah. Right. I mean, but I, I, I think at the highest levels and it's happening now, or maybe not that long ago, something like that, then I think my, I'd be okay. So leaving. Yeah, my my process of leaving has definitely been a lot slower than a lot of people. Yeah. Like I it's been, you know, this whole process of, you know, waking up the day that they changed the the age that young men could go on missions and then thinking, "Oh, I have to really figure this out now and really figure out what I believe and everything." 
and then and then eventually getting to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't I don't buy it, and I feel comfortable leaving. That's like been like almost a ten year process. Yeah. Right, and so I think that's made it easier for me because I took it really slowly, right? But then some people, you know, wake up one day and they find out something about the church, and they're like, oh, what the yeah. heck am I like? What am I What am I doing here? And then that day they're like, okay, I'm gone. And they go and they read letter to my wife, CS letter. They go through all this material and then they're, you know, they're swamped with this stuff. Yeah. Right. I didn't, I didn't read any of the quote unquote material until after I had already decided that I was done. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so I think when it happens really fast, I think that makes it a lot harder to, um, I don't know, to feel like you've worked through those traumas, right? Through your experience. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah, it's, I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate openness and honesty and you're full of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, Lyndon, how you doing over there? Oh, great. I just, I saw you as, as, uh, Alex was saying his thing. I saw you just like, Doing this to your fingers, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Oh, we've lost, uh, we've lost our guest." <laughs> I was like, "When's it Star Wars time?" <laughs> <laughs> and listen, we have beaten that dead horse into the ground. I feel like maybe um, if it is the last episode of Mission Stories, maybe can I give a little update on how I feel about everything? Please, it's your show. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I uh I haven't been to church in probably since it's coming up on a year. I think September. I think it was around my birthday cuz I was turning 31 and it was going to be like you know my single adult YSA ward was the last time I've been associated to a ward and then anytime it's like okay, goodbye, it's sort of a weird as nice as they're allowed and can do it they did it you know it's like a very nice experience as nice as that can be but it was also like maybe now is like a good breaking point try out you know i don't know these other wards i don't know these and i don't you know i'm already sort of like not sure how i feel about everything and church is kind of boring and <laughs> kind of a hassle and and uh all of that so i haven't been to church since then and i don't know i've sort of um I will say I'll say this and maybe this is the point I'd like to I'd like to this is an epiphany I had recently. I have been sort of um I found that when I when my faith collapsed what collapsed with it was and the most valuable thing that collapsed with it was the sense of accountability, the sense of like moral right and wrong you know it was replaced with like ambiguity and with like sort of like well who am I accountable to well myself and now I you know and so um and so I've I've felt sort of and what came along with that was sort of like discipline in general too I felt that like before I used to, I used to be like as a missionary I was the most disciplined I've ever been in my entire life and then from there it was a bit of a decline just because that's what happens when you after a mission, I suppose. And then when 
when the faith went, my discipline in, in so many aspects of life sort of like went down the tubes and even to just do like things I like to do, hobbies and stuff. It's like it's become tougher and tougher to do things. And so I think that there's some relation between having faith in God or believing that you're accountable to God or a higher power, for me anyway. This is for me. This is someone who is like, you're, I think you're, and there's a lot of special cases out there who are like, you can be, you know, perfectly motivated by yourself and you can be a perfectly moral and upright person or whatever. But for me, and I think a lot of people out there, you need God as a something to point to and Christ as something to point to and to like sort of model your own um, moral ethics on and also to be accountable to in some way. And so in in that sense, this is the epiphany I've come to recently in, is that like, if for no other reason that I think I need, not that I haven't, you know, had a sort of a, a belief and a hope in God and in Christ this whole time, if I've sort of dabbled with nihilistic and sort of atheistic ideas, um, I think I, I moving forward in my faith, I would like to, I think, A, go back to church. I think I'd like to go back to church, attend church on Sunday. I think there's something to that. There's an accountability. There's a weekly accounting for like, you have to be at this place at this time. And maybe it's just for sacrament. I don't know. But, um, you know, missing... W- one hour of church is now less bad than it used to be, you know, (laughs) missing only 50, attending 50% instead of 30%, you know. Um, I think I want to go back to church. I want to cultivate spirituality a little more in the form of prayer and maybe some, some more scripture study. That's something I haven't done in a long, long time. I think I'd like to do that. At least just to get to this point and have in my mind that, like, I am accountable to God, and I'm accountable for my actions, and I'm accountable for, like, the right and the wrong, and that there is less gray in the world than we think that there is, and that there is more right and wrong, good and evil, and that every task, every everything that you do, I think it can be subdivided into good and evil. And Lyndon is smiling, and I like to see that smile. You just wrote my talk. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, there's Lyndon's talk. Just put it in your ears tomorrow at church. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm just going to. And just repeat. I'm just going to turn on YouTube and just be like. Here you go. So that's. You basically described the whole principle of the home-centered church supported. Mm. Where you're like, I need to be more disciplined personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I need the church to support that. Yeah. If you just use the church as a support, we were like, it's going to be a place that I go to for an hour every week. Yeah. Yeah. That I have to shower, put a suit on, and I'm going to go there. And I'm going to like listen to these silly people, you know, for an hour. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to do, you know, my own thing. And in my own life, I'm going to, I'm going to be more accountable to God. And um, I remember, like, in our conversation on your other podcast that we had, something that, as I was listening back, I was like, I kind of like, um, and now I've kind of lost it. Oh, we were talking about the idea of God as 
a device to be used mm. in terms of maybe he's not real or maybe whatever. But we talked about like the usefulness of using God as a device. And can an atheist use God as a device to be more accountable, more, you know, to have a, a more clear moral ethic? I don't know. I think yes, but I think that obviously, and we're all on our own road of like where we're at with our beliefs, but I think the more you can actually believe in and hope in a real God and that it's going to work better for you. And we talked about that too. I think it's sort of like you were like, that's called placebo effect, I think. <laughs> but truly, it, there is, is the placebo effect wrong. I mean, there's it something works, though, right? But it, it's practical. It's right, pragmatic. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Therefore, it is true. And that's Lyndon in a nutshell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something about actually believing. And the, the trick is that you actually have to believe in order for it to work. And the more you can remove the doubt in your mind on the thing that you're placing your belief in and the, and the belief that it will actually produce a result, the more you actually believe that, the more it actually will produce the result. And isn't there something kind of miraculous? I mean, we've called it the placebo effect, but isn't there something kind of miraculous about that in and of itself? Um, that's, I'll leave that to scientists or whoever to debunk or debate. But for me, I think it's clear that like, my behavior has been um, worse. I can I can say it's been worse than it's been when I was like a like a good Mormon. And I'm not even just talking about like following all the rules of of the Mormon faith and not because I think that you can you can not follow any of the rules of the Mormon faith. But there's something different where it's like being acting poorly towards other people is something that I think is universal and you can do inside the faith while obeying all of like the sort of the rules that are in Mormon, the Mormon faith, or if you're obeying none of them, you still ought to act with honor and integrity and, um, you know, with respect towards your fellow man. And I think, and with, and with discipline and accountability for yourself. And I think these are the things I've sort of, that was the baby I threw out with the bathwater, I think, in these last three years, truly. Like, if I'm if I'm looking at these, the podcast sort of correlates perfectly to when I started to have my struggles with my faith and sort of working through it. And and as as the last episode, maybe this is a good. I think it's it feels like a good place to be and to to like launch off and move forward in this direction where it's like everything I've said about the church and everything I've thought and all of the facts still stand with the church, but I, 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 I want to re to lift from the ashes, this like solid steel foundation of dealing with others in an honest, integral way. And with, you know, respect and with, with, you know, chair, you know, charity as described by Christ and, or I think, I guess it was Paul maybe who described it as such, but, um, you know, charity or is uh, loving kindness and long suffering and all of these things. And then, and I'd really, that, that accountability for yourself. Cause I've really been like, I let myself off the hook way too much on like on way too many things. And I think it's resulted in a less 
productive and a less happy version of myself. And I mm. think that's a that's a big that's a big takeaway for me moving forward. Last thought on this. I saw a movie last night called The Green Knight. Y'all seen it? I would I've, really like to. I've seen the trailers. It's it's <clears throat> I I heard good things. It's quite good. I heard it's from um that one guy who writes the stories. Um it's David Lowry's the director and the writer. I'm not well, sure. It's based on like a old English myth. Oh, it's it's King Arthur. King yeah, Arthur. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh yeah. That it's actually one of the more wild tales, but maybe one of the more insightful. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And I won't give away anything other than to say what the theme of it the theme of it is is and the basic premise, which I'm not gonna give it away. I'm not giving anything away by saying that it's about I free, I can't quite so they they'll show like script on like there's writing on screen but it's often in like old English script so it's hard to read. I think it's Gawain Garwain Gawain. That's the lead character. He's trying to basically become a knight, trying to prove himself worthy to be a knight. And there's this idea of like of testing your worthiness and your your metal, your inner, you know, um worthiness is the word that kind of keeps coming back and it's this running theme throughout the movie and it was interesting because of this obviously I'd been thinking about all these things and when you and it's like especially in today's culture to to go from like within the church we talk about worthiness a lot Mm -hmm. and I think in the context of today's culture it's viewed quite negatively it's like and and even our culture is kind of it, it, it's leaning away from accountability and it's a, it's going away from um be feeling having to feel worthy it's like you shouldn't have to feel worthy you shouldn't you know you should for yourself you decide for yourself how like worthy you are or not and i think i sort of bought into that and especially like i had sort of a, a negative experience with um having to go to a bishop and and talk about sins i had committed and that sort of was a nail, a bit of a nail in a coffin for my faith. And this idea of like, I have to like go and account to these men for, you know. But I think, again, it's a baby in a bathwater. We're like, there is, it's, it, there is so much value in, well, the value lies in being a person who is, who is upright, who has values, who is, who is honest, who does the right thing when it's difficult, you know? And when you, well, for that to even exist, you have to know what's right and wrong. You have to have sort of an idea of like, what is right, what is wrong? And in today's world, we're really going away from there being a differentiation of those two things at all, you know? Everything is sort of, it, we live in this moral relativistic landscape as our good friend what's his name philosopher <laughs> <laughs> well it's uh i remember hearing uh it's been so long since i've uh it's not howard w hunter <laughs> that's uh oaks oaks professor oaks um that's from pokemon but he's all also Dallin uh, Dallin H. H. Oaks. yeah okay talks about moral relativism <laughs> i think quite a bit but Anyway, the point is, um, in this film, they talk about, uh, you know, being worthy, the idea of being worthy and doing the right thing. And um, it was sort of like, you know what? 
um, yeah, it was it was kind of the nail and the coffin in the other direction for me where I'm like, I gotta I have to be accountable and I have to be I have to be better than I've been. And I think that's that's a good thing. And it's um I don't know, for those out there who are like, you know, struggling with that idea, I think it's okay to 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 acknowledge that like I'm I need to be better or something, something like that. And it doesn't have to be this like monolithic organization dictating terms to me. And I, you know, I think it when it's done the best, I think it's coming from within and it's like, a, it's like a, that the, the structure of your moral ethics inside of yourself is strong and firm and built on a, on a firm foundation. And that can be God, I guess, or it can be, if you're an atheist, it can be whatever atheists put their moral. What do atheists put? So you're an atheist, right? Humanism? I, I'd say so. I Well, I, I think that, you know, you raise your kids well, teach them to be nice to people, right? Like, I, I think I agree with a lot of the, the pragmatism that can come from religion. But it's not like I'm, a, you know... Uh, don't have any moral compass, right? Just because I don't believe in a God, I still think be nice to people because in my mind, this is all I get, right? You, like I, I'm like, there, there's no like forgiveness after this life for me. It's like, this is, this is it. So I better treat people nicely. I better make friends yeah. and enjoy myself. And I think, right? I think there's a pragmatic view in it also where the reward for doing the right thing and serving and helping other people that's another spoke i would put on this little list of mine is like try to help other people mm -hmm. try to not be selfish um the reward for doing all these things is it actually does feel quite good yeah it's it nice. feels good you feel better yeah it's less it goes away from like the pleasure end of the spectrum and towards inner satisfaction and joy right you right know? and and that is something that faith sort of encourages. I suppose, like, the struggle that I had is, like, well, if there is no God, and if, then there's no consequence. If there's no, you know, the right and the wrong and the consequences for things kind of escaped me for a long time. Mm. And that's where I was like, well, if there's no God, then, like, why would I do anything for anyone? Or uh, You know, it was just, it was a period of a lot of selfishness, you know? Mm. And so... For me, I think, and I think it's probably just the consequence of like, I was raised religious. I was raised in the right, church. And right. my whole moral framework was like, you do the right thing because God, there's consequences if you don't, which is probably like the lowest motivation for right. doing a thing. Right. And then, so I think in a way, I I like this, you know, I who's, was it young or... Uh, where he talks about like the shadow, each of us has a shadow and we have to like explore it a little bit. And and maybe this period has been uh, me doing that, exploring this sort of shadow part of myself. And But I think the ultimate result I have come to and I feel quite strongly about is that living in the light is the optim truly the optimal way to live. It's more difficult but it it's it's better it's you you for it takes 
foregoing instant gratification and it takes sacrificing having whatever you want whenever you want it but the result is that you are more like full your your heart and your soul whatever you want to call it a more more of a sense of self-contentment and satisfaction in sort of a macro kind of a way Hmm. which i i remember feeling as a missionary and and i haven't felt it for a while now as a um i don't know just sort of a wandering in the wilderness sort of state of mind yeah it makes me think of uh the golden circle what you've been describing i know typically it's like what how why but uh, it's making me think where uh, the very superficial circle is kind of like be a good member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints yeah you know a little deeper than that is like be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And then even deeper than that is just like, be a person of high character. Yeah. And so it's like people, because like I said, there's lots of good people who aren't members of the church. But if you just do the superficial, be like, I'm going to be a good member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. There's a good chance that you end up hitting those deeper things too, just as a byproduct of how it's set up. But then maybe, you know, you go a little deeper and you're like, well, I'm going to be a good disciple of Jesus Christ. And then you start maybe getting into some different sort of attributes or values. And even then it's still like framed in like that Christian kind of viewpoint. But even then that probably will make you a better person. And then finally it's like you could hit all the circles. You could just be a person of high character with all these great human attributes, universal attributes. And by doing that, you will probably actually be a good disciple of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Even someone that lives somewhere else in a different time period in another part of the world doesn't even know about Christianity. If they're living a life of high character, of things like sacrifice and love and charity and looking out for others, they're kind of like inadvertently being a disciple of Jesus Christ because they've gone to that deeper level. But yeah. people who are just being like, I'm just going to be a good member of the church. They might miss out on it. They might not have high character. Yeah, they miss the point. Yeah, and and I wonder if um, Christ Himself and God Himself are like the rock that they're built upon. Are these just bedrock? Like the nature of the universe we live in is such that. Um, actually, no. It's interesting because it's like the natural world is built upon like sort of brutality and savagery and the strongest wins everything right and as human the thing that does separate us from the animals is kindness compassion and i don't know that like dogs have this or whatever but or we just personify that onto them and also humpback whales not people they don't have souls that's a lie (laughs) but like dogs dogs were sort of evolutionarily kind of came up with humans so i think they you know, it, it served them well to adopt some human traits, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess the idea here is that, like, the the foundation of upon uh, of Christianity is like it's like the Christ-like attribute section of preach my gospel and in chapter six, baby. Chapter six, it's like all of these attributes, these things that we've been talking about. These are the things that I think. Here's the here's the thing, like this is what you should be, and this is what the gospel of Christ points you to at the end of the day. 
if you can manage maybe to to get there on your own, great, you know. And I like for those who are obviously the church teaches that um, the the church teaches that you need the church to make it to like heaven. But say you're living everything, you're like a perfectly fine person on your own and you're living and to even look at it from more because we're talking like in the context of like salvation it's like you need the covenants and you need to like enter the covenants with the deity to get to the thing yeah. president nelson's current thing is staying on the covenant path yeah and, it, and it's more about that covenant relationship than it is about being a perfect person and that's that's very useful because none of us are perfect and none of us can be this perfect person but Obviously, from a humanistic standpoint, we want to, it's good to be a worthy knight, you know, that's our, that should be, that ought to be our goal. If we want to be a knight, we have to be worthy. And to be worthy, we actually have to do the right thing without, it has to be sort of ingrained in us to do the right thing when no one is watching, when it is difficult. That's sort of the, that's the nature of being a knight and being a good person, being just like a, a, a worthy, upright person. And so I suppose it's a little, we're sort it's like, it's like be a good person, absolutely sure. And I guess on the other side, it's like, okay, but salvation in the context of Christianity depends on a covenant relationship and trying to do your best, sure, great. And there is some overlap. So I can, that's an interesting sort of differentiation between like salvation as we, as, as most of Christianity sees it and the Mormon church in particular, there's, there's covenant relationships that will lead to the ultimate thing that you want. And truly being a good person is part of it, but it's kind of, it's not the most important part of it. Whereas being a good person for the human, the atheist humanist, maybe that's, the goal that's that is the end goal and maybe there's something kind of noble about that you know mm. where maybe christians will maybe maybe christians let themselves off the hook too much you know i mean i'm sure atheists do too but maybe there is something about like i need to be a worthy <clears throat> a worthy person just for the sake of being a worthy person and, and i don't know Anyway, that's my that's where I'm at. That's where I want to go. That's my big long rant. Thanks for listening. That's my TED talk. It just it all just comes back to the mono myth. The mono myth. You gotta be. You were all on the hero's journey. The hero's yeah. journey. Yeah. You can't uh, deny the call to action. You gotta dip down, do the hard things. Yeah. Gain the skills. It all comes full circle. You bring it back to your community. You guys should watch The Green Knight, and then I'd love to. Uh, that should be like our the, the first podcast episode of the next whatever we do. Is talking about that life lessons from cinema. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like as we, as I was ranting about this, I thought like, wouldn't, wouldn't this be kind of an interesting like to be a? Uh, don't you have something to do with knights? Are oh. you like a member of the Knights Templar or something? Yeah. Knights of Columbus. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're a knight, right? I Knights of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Columbus. That's you, right? Yeah. Absolutely, that's me. You I uh, that, right? protecting the national treasure. Yeah. And um Yeah. I swear you have something something knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the website nightworthy.com. That was my 
Yeah. That was my website. Nightworthy. I don't really use that anymore, but yeah, I do uh, own that domain. So that's cool. like, so that's exactly what you're talking about. Do you want to buy it? Kind of. All right. Let's start a nightworthy clothing line. Yeah. I kind of like, I, I like okay. worthy night better though. Okay. Well, I just got to say, I've been speaking of clothing. I have been thinking that I might want to like study fashion mm. so you that I can to, design you my own clothes. College. Do they have a program? Oh, they only have two programs there. It's like horticulture or fashion. I love it. I'll do the fashion. <laughs> I have been it's thinking. Farming or fashion. What I want to design my own clothes. You know, like design and make my own clothes. We might hire you onto our worthy night uh, clothing line. I love it. Sounds. You might be our head designer. Good. I'll head designer. It. I'll do it. That's quite the that's quite the office. All you do is design heads. Yes. <laughs> Headwear. Headwear. Yeah. I have been thinking about well, you hats. You become the foot designer. I do. I have been running a, a profitable hat business for the last uh, couple months, I, I must say. Really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, what? I just bu- I mean, I bought them years ago and then I and then the pandemic. Anyway, I finally sold them. I've made a profit. I I'm about I made a 25% profit on uh Three hundred and sixty dollars, something like that. So we're, you know, very nice. Should have uh, put that in the stock market. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Been some mad returns there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, we can start a day trading podcast. That would be boring. <laughs> we're like, these are all the stocks. All I'm right. Today. Yeah. Oh no, I've lost all my money. That could be <laughs> funny. That's uh, that's hilarious. It's a podcast about all of our terrible trades and all the money we lose. How bad we are at trading. Yeah. <laughs> How we shouldn't be doing this at all. Okay, maybe not that one. So have we ra- is are you going to use we could use some of that in your talk? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. I was trying to mentally cement it in yeah. how I'm going to work it in, but uh you know, work in the in the golden circle, home centered, church supported, so that you supported, so that you get circle, get into that circle. I like that right. golden circle idea. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Maybe some we, Jordan Peterson quotes. I haven't quoted Jordan Peterson in Sacrament. I should probably try that. Yeah, try yeah, that. That'll be a huge hit. He's got some good quotes about like believing in God for pragmatic reasons. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'll try and maybe I'll just like make them up and. It, Say it was like Howard W. Hunter. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You could do that. Did I tell you guys about my last talk I ever gave in church? Let's hear it. Okay, so it was uh, it was a Sunday because that's when church tends to happen. Yeah. And uh, I. Unless you're a Seventh Day Adventist. Unless you're a Seventh Day Adventist. Our sister church. Right. So I uh, I was asked to give a talk on, and by this point I had decided it was like kind of four-ish months after I decided that after BYU-Idaho, I'd leave the church, right? And so the uh, the guy in the ward, the bishopric guy, he's like, hey, would you like to give a talk? And I just kind of, I'm like, chuckle a little bit, and I'm like, uh, and I think, one last time, let's do it. <laughs> and uh, And I say, yeah, sure, what's the topic? And he says, well, how journal writing can bring us closer to Christ. And I say, fantastic i can write a talk about that i you know and i like writing my journal that's actually something i do regularly and so i say okay yeah i'll do it i'll do it so the day that i'm speaking comes this was march last year 
and it's 12 o'clock, church is at 1, and I'm sitting there writing my talk on my, on my phone. I'm typing it out in my notes app. And uh, I open it with basically nobody's going to read your journal when you die. Like this is your personal thing, right? And I had this whole talk planned about how when you write in your journal about how much you love Jesus, you're going to come to love Jesus more, right? It's the same, you know, the testimony is found in the bearing of the testimony. And I, and I talk about this whole thing. Same thing, if all you write in your journal is things you hate about your life, you're going to find more things to hate about your life, right? And so I write out this whole talk. It's so exciting. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like just edgy enough, right? To, you know, that, that my checked out mind can be like, okay, it's good. Because I'm basically I'm saying you're just convincing yourself that it's true. It's just a talk about cognitive bias. Exactly. And, and, but then in the beginning of my talk, like I said, I open with nobody's going to read your talk when you die, right? Or your journal when you die, your, you know, your descendants don't care that much. They're not that interested in you. This is for you, right? And, uh, and then the bishop is like, oh, you're speaking today. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Because I had just come back from Rexburg. And then he says, oh, the, um, you know, make sure you leave some time after your talk because the temple president's here and he'll want to speak, right? Oh, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, oh, I'm like dumping on family history a little bit. I love family history. I'm actually working on a big family history project with one of my aunts right now. But uh, so I was like, oh, you know, okay. So I think I'll put in a disclaimer that like I would read my ancestors' journals if they left them. So I'm like, okay, temple presence here. And I kind of dump on family history for a moment at the beginning. I'm like, okay, but I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it. Then the speaker before me gets up and she says, the, I'm not even kidding, the first words out of her mouth. I love how every single week my family and I get together and read my great-grandfather's journals. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she says... How much she loves doing this and how it, it helps bring her closer to Christ and everything. And I'm thinking, what? I can't get up and just be like, what she said. I can't talk like, now. Yeah. So what I have, did. You're going to have to do a little rewrite, I think. I did. I did a huge rewrite. I Googled LDS General Conference Talk Journal Writing Good Jesus. <laughs> good, good Jesus. And then, and then I picked, it was like a, a Benson talk. And, and I get up, and I go, and I, I deliver this whole, the, this whole uh, Ezra Taft Benson talk. And at the beginning of the talk, I say, you know, I've been asked to speak on how journal writing can bring us closer to Christ today. So, you know, President Benson had some amazing insights on how we can bring ourselves closer to Christ. So I'll be drawing a lot on his words today. And I say, he said, quote, and I read the whole talk, and then I, I at the end I said, "Close quote in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen." And uh, one of my friends was watching, and he figured out what I did because I told him about the content of my talk, and he's like, "This is not Alex's talk." And he l- looks it up in the Gospel Library, and he just read along, just laughing, laughing because word for word, I just read this this general conference talk, and then. Uh, and then afterwards, everybody came up to me and they're like, wow, that was an what an amazing, amazing talk. talk. I loved your talk. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. 
plagiarism. <laughs> hey, I've seen people do that before. They just read a talk. I, why, I why said, quote. You, why couldn't you use your original talk <clears throat> well, and I, just change the first line to like, yeah, be like, hey, you know, journal writing's good. Your ancestors might even read it and, and then go on. And <laughs> I, I, I should have. I think there was a I think there was a part of me that was like, oh, this is my way out from like giving this, you know, potentially inappropriate. Talk. It was a, there was a little bit of snark in it. Nobody knew where I was at testimony wise, though. So I would have gotten away with it. Right. Maybe a still, few still ladies a little bit were, of the light of Christ. In you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> And now it's snuffed out. So yeah. no. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I, I was. I, I kind of wish I would have given it. That would have been great. But yeah, no. Too so bad. your advice to me is to not chicken out and read a general conference talk about "Come Follow Me." Yeah. But to give that hard hitting, I'll be like, let me tell you about a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is what home centered, church supported means to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then play this. Yeah. <laughs> Quote. Just on my phone. A four-hour podcast. All, and it, all the way from uh, Well, the at least I'll cut to where you're like, if this is the last episode, let me get into it. And I'll just be like... <laughs> <laughs> just and then your arm gets tired and you're sort of... <laughs> <laughs> grab some hymn books. You do the, the deacons. People, people when are the listening. Deacons are holding the mic. They're watching you, like try to like not be tired. People come. They do the Moses thing where they yeah. like hold his arm. They down. come to support. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. been in every single elders quorum, you know, lesson since the dawn of time. I've never heard that in my life. Are you serious? <laughs> Me every, neither. Every actually. single. Oh, I've heard that so many times. That it's must like, be an unworthy park thing. Support. I've never been in. Oh, not Edward. Yeah, I was in Edward Park. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, what's the one I haven't been in? You're in Prittis? Uh, you were never Brentwood. in Brentwood. 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 I was in Prittis Valley, times. which was Spruce Meadows. And then I was in Edworthy. And that was my whole career. Your whole career. Yeah. My YSA career. Should I go to mid singles? I think that's that's where I might go. I'll I'll come with you to mid singles. Would you go with me? Maybe just to see what it's like. <laughs> I'm just curious. I I do have like, a roommate. Hey everyone, this is my apostate friend. I apostate. I'm gonna get apostate, this guy's yeah. a non-member. I'm gonna get him baptized. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I rebaptized. I, I do uh, I do have a roommate who's Protestant. Uh, he was Mormon uh, for like a year and a half. And then he went back to Protestantism. So he went back to it. So it's not yeah. like he went. It's like, why would you ever leave this church Go for another, another church? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Unless, he's, a, he's unless going a pretty back. girl was like in tight, you know, it's like you have to be a, would you ever, um, if, a, if like a, like a, if someone that you liked was a member of like some other church, would you do it? Only if she was as cute as Lyndon. No, no, I wouldn't That's do it. That's not. No, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I, w- I wouldn't. No, some no. woman look just like Lyndon. <laughs> it, because it, it's like, I guess your sister though. She looks quite a bit like you. Which true. sister? Um, I forget her I name. I have three of them. Is she like a cute boy? Looks like you, or like no, she looks like she's a cute, cute girl? But she looks like you. Who? Which one is that? The one closest to the my youngest age? sister. Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah, she kind of she looks like you. She's definitely your sister. Um, 
But if we put a wig on your head, I wouldn't want to, you know, date you. So that's what I'm saying. Or would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pro- it's true. I, I think uh, when Snapchat, uh, they probably still have it, that filter that turns you into a lady. Oh, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I, I looked like Caitlin. I'd it probably be a Caitlin. cute girl. I think I could be a cute girl. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd yeah. be hot. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Hot enough to switch religions for? Is I think I think well, it's like guys. could you could you go could you do the like the Protestant thing? That's the big question. Well, it's probably no. easy. It's probably like you know, show she's up. Like, she's like, if you could just come to church with me like twice a month. I think it would be insufferable though. That would be my problem. It's, just the way that these Protestant churches operate and just their style and everything. I just don't. Well, know and I mean, it depends it. on the church though. There's so like so many different. Yeah, that's right. Nice. That's parishes. Then how about a nice little Catholic girl comes your way? I think I like sort of the rigid structure of Catholicism. It's close to our rigid structure as well. So I, my uh, my extended family, well, my great aunt would love it if I uh, if I became turned, Catholic. I'm sure turned Kathy. Yeah. 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 I like Catholics, though. I mean, grew up yeah. going to Catholic mass four times a year or whatever. So I like how they kind of don't care about it at all. That's my favorite a, part. A lot of them. A or lot they of care them, about it a lot. My, yeah. my, my family's the a lot part. Like, they, they're, oh, they're like every Sunday choir singing uh, CWL Catholics. Saturday Mass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as I, I've always said, hey, it's either us or the Catholics, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I th- uh, Buddhists. Buddhists. I'll put them in third. Maybe Hindu. I don't know. Maybe Jainism. What else do we need to discuss today? The end of an era. I I know that's the thing. Like we gotta like, what do you? What are your top episodes? Whoa, (laughs) what are your top episodes? The ones that got deleted. That one is that number one. Deleted app was pretty good. Um, I like the one where we count down the best, the hundred best talks of all time, or the best speakers. That's that was like the midnight episode after Apocalypse. Oh, was oh, it? Yeah. yeah, I think that was honestly my favorite. We're like top one hundred. Yeah, we wanted to do lists like Jake and Amir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on, I thought it, I thought the result was so was so good. No, that was a was that a different maybe not. It was no. That was I, that one. I don't know. It was, I, like, it was like a personal favorite. We were having such a good time. Yeah, it's it's a personal favorite. I don't right. know if people I've never heard anyone particular. be like, oh, I really loved your post-apocalypse now. <laughs> your <laughs> so, slap-happy uh, episode. Where it's like, let's start recording at one in the morning. Should I should I list what the most recorded or listened to episodes yeah, are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Lyndon's uh, whole story, hormone story. Oh, the, the health episode. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, please donate to us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and nobody oh, yeah. donated. Yeah, and then I had an intervention. My family's like, please do not ask strangers for help paying for your medication. Please just ask us. <laughs> Don't it's, ask it's, strangers it's just, it's on an the exper- podcast. It's I love experiment. your family. Can I come to like a family dinner sometime? Yeah, sure. I just want to talk to your mom again and apologize again for the bad audio quality of your episode of My Wax Museum we did. Yeah. I still feel bad about that. I still feel bad about it. I told, I, I told such good stories. I, I tried. I talk about spinning the lamb? Spinning the dead lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Sometimes you just got to spin that dead lamb. Yeah. 
you know, I did try to go back and like re-edit the episode, but all the files I have for it are garbage. I don't like, I honestly have no idea what went wrong. Yeah. It's my greatest shame. It's okay. I forgive you. But I, don't I, know I need, need Cheryl's to forgiveness. I don't, did she never listen to that? She doesn't, you don't need to. I'm pretty sure she, she did. She like confronted me at church about it. You've met her? Yeah. She came to Brentwood Ward once. And you were like, why the heck is my son's episode? Yeah. She's like, she's like, what did you I'm do? I'm used to a certain mission story standard of audio quality. Yeah. Yeah. And you missed the mark. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm pretty ashamed and embarrassed. I don't know if she said it to me directly or if it was you who like passed it on. I have no memory but of her ever listening to that or complaining about it, but I listened to it and there, I complained. Yeah, yeah. I and I, I still I still am sad about it. The important thing. Oh, didn't Troy's episode eventually surpass mine for listens? I don't know. Did it? I don't know. That was the only thing that I it's wanted. Probably cuz I kept listening to it. <laughs> You're like <laughs> just, again. Another I day. just love myself. <laughs> Let's um uh, Okay, so it looks like the the highest listened to episode, I think, is uh, where did it go? Top ten. Oh, that's two forty eight. I think it's it must be then. I thought that was, I thought it was two forty. I thought it was two eighty four, but it was two forty eight. It was Guns with Theo Gibb. That's the most listened to. No, the most is our very first episode, two seventy seven. Right. That's unfortunate. It's not a lot. But honestly, there's a lot of like recent ones like uh, Four Horsemen with Caleb and Jeremy. That's got 188. And that's what, was that, like a couple weeks, you know. So um, here's the sad thing. We're sort of we were sort of like on the climb again with uh, listens and everything. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Hey, what about this? What if we just like change? We change the this feed. So it's like the feed all stays stays the same, but we just changed the name of the thing. You could do it's that. Like a new season, right? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that our plan all along? I think it was, but now maybe is the actual right. time to do that. And I then thought the the tithing episode was like number one. Ooh, maybe because that one even that like 100. my siblings listen to that. My siblings like hate this podcast. They hate the fact that I have like a Latter Day Saint centric podcast. Oh, is that that's the reason why they? Don't is like it really Latter Day Saint centric though? It works its way in. It comes up quite a bit, I'd say. Everyone knows what we're about here. Um, like see. you said, you're like, is it? Because I just wanted to talk about Star Wars, and we haven't. It's yeah, I I literally requested. Oh, two eighty. Yeah, mate, that's the highest. Two eighty five, one hundred billion dollars. That episode, two eighty five. Yeah. That's a good SEO. Yeah. It's probably why it's got so many listens. Search engine optimization? Yeah. That's right. $100 billion. Everybody should was we, like, um, what is the deal? Should we talk about Star Wars then? Yeah. Bad Batch, baby. I think if I think we should have a Star Wars podcast, like whatever we do going forward, I think we should have like a, a thing that's kind of a dedicated Star Wars thing. Why not? I think it's a good idea. You should, yeah. I mean, what if, what if I told you that... Uh, your uh, frenemy of the show and I have a Star Wars podcast. Oh, do you? Yeah, we're doing uh we're doing letters to Star Wars. It's just we're just doing one episode per 
the major movies. Okay, yeah. That's it. Just 11. You're just going to do 11 shows? Yeah. And oh, then, okay. but in September, we're starting. I promise The Clone Wars is awesome because I convinced him to watch it under the condition that we do it as a podcast and the whole way I'm trying to convince him that The Clone Wars is awesome. It gets It's going to awesome. take like four seasons. Yeah. Well, so that, that's why we're watching specific arcs at a time. We have uh, like a different no. order. I cut out like a bunch no. of the episodes. Uh, Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not you're not doing yeah. it right. You know what? Picking? You know what? Send picking. send send your feedback into the show. Here's my feedback right now. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Here it is now. <laughs> <laughs> send it straight to your email in your ears. I don't like it. <laughs> every app. You can make him watch in. every episode. It's in. a kids show. He can watch with his kids. He said his kids aren't into it. Well, make them get into it. You hear me? Well. That's what kids are for, obedience. <laughs> you teach them obedience, and then they do what you say. But yeah, that's that's the show I want to invite you guys on to yeah. talk about uh, one of the arcs. Which arc? With us. I don't know. You don't know yet? Yeah, well, sign I me mean, up for all I can the, send you the list. S- sign me up for all of uh, George Lucas's favorite arcs, which I'm sure you know are. Uh, the droids. The droids. <laughs> <laughs> the ones with the droids. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk about um, Savage. Savage Opress. Opress, yeah. Brother. Savage Opress, that was a great arc. Anything yeah. with Maul, Darth Maul yeah. is great. Hey, so good. Just Maul now. Just, just Maul. Maul. Okay. After he gets cut in half, he's no longer... He's he's just Maul. Or he's not a Darth. He's given up master. on the Sith. Call me Old Master. Kenobi! Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's a good show. It gets very good. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's the it's the best. I mean, all the love to Hayden Christensen, but it's the best version of Matt Lanter. Anakin yeah. Skywalker is has they 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 redeemed Anakin Skywalker fully and completely. And uh, I, I, you know what, I would love. I think there's even some petition going out where they want to like redo all of the movies, but in the for like the prequel movies, but in like animated format. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of rude. It's but, rude, okay. but like, Here, here's, you'd, you'd watch it. Here's right? my Star Wars thing. I think Star Wars has some of the worst scripts ever, like, period. It's not even a George Lucas thing. It's just the dialogue and story in Star Wars is garbage. It has some of the best, the best visuals. It does have the best visuals. The best visuals, great acting, like... Music. Music is best, phenomenal. Best like, music, I it has It has best everything. But then, for some reason, Star Wars dialogue doesn't matter what is it, well, what what it's in. The Mandalorian, what? the Mandalorian, garbage. No, it's not garbage. No, no, no. the Mandalorian is not garbage. But the dialogue in the Mandalorian, I think it's not garbage. You know, no. When they when they go in, so in season two, when he's he's like, "Hey, I'm putting together a team. You we gotta go save the the kid." Or we gotta no. She, he's he's like asking. I don't so even know not, which character you're being. That's right not now. the dialogue. <laughs> no, no, you're no. Purposely making no, it no, worse. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So so Din, the Mandalorian, he goes in, and he's like, he he goes to the Cara Dune lady, and he says, "She who must not be named." Yeah, he 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 says, "Hey, listen, I need your help." And God she's like, "We name." She Cara she Dune? awkwardly tosses this big metal badge onto the table and says these stripes mean something i i'm a law lady now 
and she then doesn't say that. And though. then and then he's like he's like they got the kid, and she's like, okay, I'm in. It, like it, it's just everything. Yeah. I don't know. I think everything about the Mandalorian is amazing, well, except for the writing. How would you rewrite that? I. I don't know. That's not my job. I'm, I'm a like, podcaster, not a what writer. Other, what other space opera or space western <laughs> has better dialogue? Firefly. I was just actually going to say yeah. Firefly. <laughs> well, they got canceled. I I know, and it's awful. It's a tragedy. Speaking of Firefly, have you heard about the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion? I have heard of that. Yeah. I saw that YouTube ad. Yes, I, I signed the petition. <laughs> I signed the petition. No, I think it's great. Care. It's like, okay, as, sure. As someone where Edmonton's about to become like my city, I right. suppose I should start to care about these sort yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to get involved. How far away is Edmonton from Hinton? Probably two hours or something. No, it's it's more like two and a half. To th- depends where you're going. I think you can get to West Edmonton Mall in like two and a half hours. Right. Damn. I think it, it's a long drive, but it's an easy drive. Right, right. It's just a just on the yellowhead. Yeah, just on the yellowhead highway. It's a nice divided highway. You just... You should get like a Porsche and just like drive it on that highway in like right four months out of the year. Okay. <laughs> That's just my dream, okay. I guess. Maybe a yeah. Corvette. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Making all that money up. We'll see how much my on-call checks are worth. And- Right. I mean, I, but I got to get the pickup truck first. True enough. Yeah. Um, so for Star Wars, okay, so your dialogue argument, I, I admit that there's some poor dialogue in like the prequels have some interesting lines. Obviously, the like. We can blame that on George Lucas. I don't like sand. I don't, I just hey, don't. Hey, that's like my it. favorite line in the whole. And that's your favorite line in Star Wars. And so the prequels are so okay. meme worthy because of the dialogue. Yeah, there's something right. about the the poor quality of it that lends itself to being more lovable in a way. Yeah, yeah. I love Star Wars. Where don't get me like, wrong. Oh, the dialogue. You know what's way better? Like Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> Hamlet's dialogue is so much more rich than Star it's Wars. So it's like, good. give me a break. It's like we're talking about two different things here. But okay. Um, Star Trek has better dialogue. Sure. What else do you want to talk about with Star Wars? <laughs> We're just going to dismiss you. I don't want to I don't want to yeah. argue. No, no. Um, I about that's it, that's really. just that's just my stance. Maybe I'm I just do. putting I'm just putting that out there. People can email into your new podcast, yeah. whatever it is. We're going to call it emails to George Lucas. Or we could just call it Star Wars Talk. That's what we were calling it. Yeah. Or you could Before. just say, and we just read your emails. What about our Star Wars episodes? Because I've had feedback where people love it. Yeah. I've enjoyed oh, like How many listens did they get? from like two or three people tops. But I mean, two or three people. That means there's more that enjoyed it. Well, I'm just saying that's like so much more than zero people. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's big on YouTube, too. I mean... Yeah, 156, 175, 105, 122. Um, those are our kind of Star Wars. I, I know there's other episodes where we talk about Star Wars. Um, it was kind of a golden age of Star Wars, though, because mm-hmm. that's when the movies were coming out, and so we had and stuff to yeah. talk about, and I went to the Star Wars land, and that was cool. Yeah. Did you? Well, I mean, 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. Is oh, the new cruiser hotel. Well, we're gonna have um, 
Well, a September we're gonna have the anime stuff, which I'm stoked for. And I'm I'm not a big anime fan, but I'm thinking this could be my gateway drug. Yeah, into anime. Oh, dude, anime's sick. Yeah, because I've heard you know like Dragon Ball Z. I think I've heard like guys give like talks in Sacrament. Oh, so good about Dragon Ball Z because it's basically another hero's journey. I don't know. Goku is like Christ. A yeah. yeah, he's like a Christ figure. Yeah. So there's that. He even says, like, when he's fighting Frieza, he's like, I am the light of the world. I think he literally says, I'm the light of the world. I'm the hope of all mankind. I, you know, he says all this stuff. And it's kind of like this great moment. And all these anime nerds are like, oh, but really what's happening is like the spiritual side of them is awakening. And they're feeling the light of Christ. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. But it's, it's uh, yeah, I've been watching Dragon Ball Z recently. I think I mentioned that before. But uh, anyway, back to Star Wars. So. So I think we should. That's coming out next month. Okay, an anime. What? What's this? I don't know what you're talking about. It's uh, Star Wars Visions. Visions. Yeah, they've oh. got different studios doing these one-off stories. Very cool. That can happen anywhere in the Star Wars timeline with any character. That's what we need. Like moving forward, that's what we need to get to. Is it like when? Because we've had our own discussions about like, you know, Finn, the Finn story. Oh yeah, we pitched a great show. That would be a great show. Mm -hmm. What was it? Finn and Poe just sort of like... It's Finn becoming a Jedi, basically. Yeah. His journey to being a Jedi. I think that... Yeah. It's, that'd be Poe's awesome. There. I'd love to see BB that. BB-8's there, of course. BB-8's course. there, yeah. The Porg's probably there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was my imitation of Pork Sound. <laughs> That's mine. Very nice. Lyndon, do you have one? I'm trying to even remember what a Porg sounds like. I'm thinking it, of like... Mix, mix our two sounds together, and I think you've got it. Okay. The best. Uh, I just want the little roasted one. <laughs> the best moment from Last Jedi was when the guy's like looking down the lightsaber barrel, and the other one's jumping on the handle of it, <laughs> and we didn't quite get to see the. It's funnier that it didn't get killed by the lightsaber, I think, because it was kind of practice restraint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think that's really like a callback to uh, a New Hope when Luke's like. Swinging it, <laughs> he's like looking down. <laughs> but I think that, I think those shots all got cut out of the 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 film, the final cut. Yeah, it's just like the it's final like final cut, the theatrical release. Control like, that muzzle direction, Luke. But yeah, there, it's like outtakes of him like like pointing it in his eye. Yeah, there's like YouTube videos of that, and then the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite meme formats. Actually, is when like. With the credits when it's like, doo, 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 and it's like classic doo, 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 doo. joke. Classic yeah, joke. I think it's hilarious. It's it good gets joke. me every time. Good joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty two. We got Mandalorian season. I mean, three. there's a big lineup of sh of stuff coming down the pipe for sure. Book, Bo of, Book of Boba Fett at Christmas. Yeah. So long. Christmas twenty twenty two, or Christmas this year. Christmas this year. This year. Right. Because yeah. I. <laughs> This year, because Mandalorian, because I know like they just wrapped up filming of the Book of Boba Fett. So Mandalorian season three just started filming because mm -hmm. they're on the same set. Mm -hmm. So you, okay, I think it's this year, yeah, because okay. they're probably now editing, and I'm sure how hard can that be? Well, so they got VFX. They editing go, editing goes a lot faster though with the volume, yeah, because they do the VFX as they're filming it. They like insert, they have the volume in the warehouse, right? And then they have this whole like 
it's like one of those PBS call center things, lineup of people on their computers doing fancy VFX stuff. Oh, interesting. And then they say, hey, yeah, we need to put a ship right there. And then they whoop, put it in. That's pretty cool. They like line it up, set it up with the cameras. Like it's all, it's crazy. That's really, they've really, they've really achieved something with the the production process for, Mm -hmm. with that. Oh, totally. That volume and just how they're doing that. Because it looks, the result is amazing. And it's, it's very like COVID friendly too, it seems, Mm -hmm. because it's all very small crews, small contained. Yep. They can do a lot with a small space, you know. And yeah. and with locate, it looks like they're on location. Like it's, yeah. it kind of ruined Go it. After I saw how they did it, I was like, ah, damn! Like, because when I first watched Mandalorian, I was like, oh my gosh, did they go to like Tunisia? Yeah, no, they went to the the volume. I think there there are sometimes when they are actually on location, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. A few times. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite from that like behind the scenes, how we are doing it, is they're like. You know, Favreau brings George Lucas on. And he's like, look at this. And George is like, not impressed. Uh, he's like, yeah. I had this idea years ago. Uh, yeah. And it is his idea. I already had this idea. I wish I could do a good George Lucas. You're, going to a, you're just kind of going to a, a Roman. You, know, you like just like film a, everything. I mean, like that's basically. Rhymes. It's like poetry. Rhymes. I don't know if that's a good George Lucas or not. but <laughs> um, I was listening to a thing with, uh, what's his name? comedian uh, bill burr who is on the mandalorian bill burr. Bill. <laughs> it's bill burr he's back he's talking he was talking about he was on uh the your mom's house podcast tom segura podcast and uh christina p and he's talking about star wars and that process of being in the volume while they're filming and kind of what's it like because obviously like for those who don't know the volume is this it's like a big um oval sort of yeah like a big pancake sort of thing where it's a 360 where the walls are basically moving. Screens. It's screens and it's moving in parallax with the camera. So a camera and it's a, like compute, they use computers to generate. So it's like we have the image and it's being pr- broadcast a, on the backside of the actor or whatever, the opposite of the camera. So the actor can come in between. It's like the camera and then the background. And the idea is that like you can move the camera and the background is going to move kind of with it in the appropriate way. And the effect that we see on screen is that like, oh, they're in the desert and it's incredible and whatever. But apparently from what Bilber said, it's very disorientating to be inside of it oh, while they're it filming. Totally would be. Because it's all from the perspective of the camera that yeah, it lines yeah, up, yeah, not yeah. from the actor. So when you're the actor looking around you as the camera's moving, the background just looks, it's like... It gets so distorted. Distorted yeah. and crazy because it's no longer from, yeah, your point of view. It's it's like you're inside of a computer almost. Um, and he's like, he said, the acting is so good on the show because the actors really have to be dialed into the other person. Otherwise, you're going to like fall down because you're so disorientated. Just from the uh, the the cool technology. Yeah, I saw a scene where it's like the Razorback is just in the background. Yeah. But then the camera moves and the Razorback just like gets stretched. Yeah. Out. Yeah. And I was like, what? Because that's where that's what the camera needs to see. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you're just standing there not moving with the camera, you're like, eh. Right. Yeah. But they destroyed the Razor Crest anyways, so they don't have that. Problem. That was fun. You need you need to destroy some things to create new things to like to move on to 
like a sometimes Take this podcast, for example. Right, exactly. right, yes. Right. This is the Razor Crest, and we're going to crash it into the ground so that Star Wars talk proper can rise from the ashes. I like this idea. Star talk. Star talk. Wartime with Troy and Lyndon. Wartime. Um, the Clone War Boys. Star talk of the wars. Wars and stars talk. <laughs> I mean, it's got to have Star Wars in it so it can be like searchable. You know, it's like you're trying to make it so obscure that no one even knows. Wartime star talk with the boys. It's like who's going to. It's kind of like mission stories. Like, yeah. <laughs> what was that optimized for? No one. <laughs> but that, I mean, yeah, I guess that's why it was so gettable, you know. Anyway, so I'm excited for... Uh, are you guys excited for anything coming up? I guess you said... Uh, oh, there's like a new teaser for Andor. I'm stoked for Andor. I think out of all of the Star Wars shows they're making, that's the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. Yep. I am too. That Probably it's going to be... It's going to be quite... I mean, no. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm... I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be awesome. It, Deborah Chow is directing all of it. And yeah. she, she did some of my favorite Mandalorian episodes. So I think it's going to be great. Um, but I just feel like it's nice that Andor is like a different thing. Yeah, it's during the Rebel era. But it's, I don't know, hopefully it's not going to be overly cluttered with everything else. You know, like I feel like they're trying so hard to fill all these gaps, right? Oh, let's put the Clone Wars TV show mm -hmm. in here. Let's put now the Bad Batch in here to fill in these gaps, right? I just kind of want something that's different, even if it's within that era, that's kind of its own thing. So you want to get away from like being attached to the main timeline. Yeah, yeah. And so hopefully the the Acolyte, hopefully that oh, one's yeah. good too. Now, what was the premise for that one? The, it's all ladies. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like Sith Acolytes. And it's okay. like Old Republic era or something, right? Uh, I think it's supposed to be High Republic. High Republic, because they want to they want to move towards that High Republic era, right? The right. heyday of the Republic. Yeah, I think I'm down with it. Sure, people kind of crap on it because it's like it's Kathleen Kennedy's baby, and they're trying to push it, but no one cares. Like all these uh, all these uh, lunatic Star Wars fans are just like, I don't like it because cat like they hate Kathleen Kennedy, right? For no reason. Hey, they have right. reasons. There's, well, I'm not okay. going to say they're like good reasons. Right, right, right. They have reasons. It's all based around like her trying to inject what they would call wokeness into Star Wars. Um, her t-shirts. Her t-shirts. The Force is feminine. And I agree that it's like, I, I'm it's just like, against, the brakes, I'm Kathleen. against forcing things that don't work, period. Right, right, right. You know, it's like you can have strong female characters um you know what though maybe maybe you need sort you know the woke movement to make some of this stuff happen you know like would we have had a ray skywalker if not for kathleen kennedy i don't know hey go woke go broke <laughs> they made a billion dollars each of those movies <laughs> i don't know that's what people say that's, that's what i that's what my uh subreddit tells me to say i don't know <laughs> No, yeah, I don't. So I really. I, I mean, like, I, as someone who's a fan of the new Star Wars films, I don't have a beef with Kathleen Kennedy. I, I have a beef with like Ryan Johnson. That's who I got the beef with. But well, even then, so this is my. Yeah, and who hired Ryan Johnson? Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. The, this is this is my thing though. I think if if Ryan 
made even a whole trilogy of Star Wars films if he did that. Which he was slated to do. Yeah. I think I think that trilogy could have been awesome. I think you're right. I think I think everybody who worked on that project did a great job. The problem is that it didn't fit with the rest of the stuff. Give the guy his yeah. own project yeah. that he can do within the Star exactly. Wars universe instead of putting him in the middle of this trilogy that you didn't have a plan for in the beginning. Yeah. What is the point of the Lucasfilm story group if they're not making the stories? If they're just like, eh, yeah, but do whatever you want. Don't, yeah. Right? Dude, that's the, yeah, that's right. Like, the story group, the whole idea is like to make, uh, to make canon make sense. A correlated canon. And how did they screw up that trilogy? They did it's screw brutal. it up. I had such high hopes with The Force Awakens. I thought this is going to be awesome. I'm stoked for this. And then I, w- and then I went and watched uh, episode eight the opening opening night with my roommates and I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And then I saw it a second time and I was like, wait, maybe this wasn't that awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when I saw episode nine, I was like, it definitely wasn't awesome. And this wasn't awesome. You know, like it's like a ride. It's exciting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's visually appealing. Everybody who worked on the project, you know, obviously good at their job mm-hmm. but it's it's the way that the projects came together it's i mean i'll say it again i've said it before i'll say it again but uh the movie itself is i mean i had i remember like the more i thought about the last jedi i was like Wah. and then like i watched it again with uh you and theo and Lyndon and uh the movie was like Andy, and I was like, "This movie slaps. This movie's kind of awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool parts of it." But if if only they would have. It's it sucks though, because like the ending is the best part of the movie. Well, actually, no, and all like the Luke and or uh, the the Ray and uh, Kylo stuff is great too. But um, yeah, cut out the part where they go to uh, Kaito Bat Bato Kite. What is it? Canto, uh, Canto bite. bite. Yeah, cut all that out. Give, give, um, kill Rose. Kill I, Rose. I even, Make I even never thought, exist. I, I even thought Rose was was fine, and even the relationship. Well, I how far where they took the relationship with Rose and Finn wasn't very earned. That was the weirdest part. Yeah, Finn was there literally saving everybody, and then she comes <laughs> crashes into him. And then sa- and then she's like, no, we we win by saving the people we love. It's like, girl, what do you think I was doing? Yeah. Like, I was in the middle of, of saving, saving everybody. I love. And and Ugh, so, yeah. you know, that just didn't make sense. It could have been <clears throat> well, nice if make, it made sense. Right. Like had to make room for Luke to sacrifice himself to yeah. save the ones he loves. Right. Right. The pe- it, uh, my my biggest I would I would say my biggest like woke my problem with the wokeness there is people's irrational appreciation for the Rose character. I'm just like sh- uh, like people love Rose for some reason, and I'm I'm like I I think there's really nothing to love like what does she well, do they didn't I mean, use her they didn't use her at all out. it's the same it's the same that they did with finn they didn't use finn at all 
I mean, right? they do. Like, they do in the Last Jedi. Not well. So he's they there. they they have they a whole side story. It's right, just like, right. But they it's it's nothing meaningful, right? It's he nothing, does nothing meaningful. meaningful to the plot. Yeah. And then when he almost does, he almost had that victory for himself and for the rebellion. He because at the beginning of the movie, he's running away again, and then oh. they almost they almost give him a victory where it's like he sacrificed himself. He did it. What about this? What if he dies in Last Jedi? Well, that's what I'm saying. And then we go in the third, in the ninth film. We don't, it's not that he's Somehow gone. Somehow Finn's returned. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the afterlife. He's in the Jedi afterlife. That's, n- that's not how the force works. Why not? You got to well, train. Whatever. You got to train <laughs> to know how to reappear after death. Well, listen, they made a lot of jumps in episode nine. Okay, that's another thing. They, they, were sh- just they like, should have had okay. the Force ghosts there. They had their voices. Yeah, they had the they voices. They should have had the Force had ghosts. The ghosts. Such an there. obvious, like, of course you have the Force ghosts. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have the Force ghosts? They, they said it would take away from Rey. No, they, they showed like, up. Good, take it the, take the, away the from The Force Rey. ghosts showed up on on Ewok world. Yeah. On, on the Force moon of Endor. They showed up there. For a party, yeah. for a party, <laughs> like, they showed up to just hang out and be like, "Hey, you know, good work, good and, work." And it would contextualize Ray in the present. How does she fit in with all the other? Gen- it's like, yeah, she's it's a like part the of Avatar. It's like the Avatar moment where all the avatars behind her. Sure, I don't know Avatar. Okay, well, <laughs> but, but I'm sure it's cool like this. Yeah, it was an obvious screw up. They, I don't know how they screwed it up. I saw this one guy talk about how it's it should be considered malpractice <laughs> that that we never saw um, Leia, Han, and Luke in the same scene together. They all get their licenses taken away from filmmaking. Yeah, like it's yeah. malpractice. Like, how is it possible we never saw that? Yeah. You know? And and on purpose too, right? By design, they like didn't want that to happen for right, some reason. Right, right. Give them each their own movie. It's like, okay, yeah. Kill them off one by one in their own movies. Well, and I remember Kay. So I did love, I did love the movie on my first watch through, uh, the which the, one, the Last Jedi. But then when I, when I, uh, the one thing that I was like, oh, I didn't like that was the Leia flying through space. <laughs> that was like the part where I was like, you could have just given her like this beautiful send off, right? Where it's like, yes, it's sad, but then you see her, you know, peacefully resting in space. And and then you also nope, you also give additional additional motivation for Kylo Ren being like, my mother's gone, like I've lost everything. Right? And and you know, but he killed her on purpose. But no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Did. Oh, that's he right. struggled. Yeah. With he hesitated. It. Yeah, yeah. So then his his teammates and ultimately him. it's the death of his mother in the third film that turns that, him back. Basically, that motivates him. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was a misstep. Um, Holdo, you know, why don't you say what you're doing instead Dern, of yeah. convincing everybody to to. You know, yeah, just like Dern, every, right. all the um, all the dumb dumb things. I actually, you know what? I, the one time I like cried in the movie was when Laura Dern and 
Carrie Fisher, you know, they're they're talking and she's like, "May the force be with you." And then I kind of teared up a little bit. Oh, I'm not. I, yeah, I like don't. Dead, I, I don't have a problem with like the character or anything. I just think what she did. I think the the character, the the things that the character. I guess I'm out of frame. <laughs> the things that the character did were foolish and, and strangely motivated, and it's and yeah, and yeah. So yeah, that's the problem. It's like put put the woke stuff in. It's just gotta make sense though. Right. Right. You Here, know? Here's the thing. So um, it's gotta make sense. It's gotta. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. Um, and Star Trek is always woke. They've always, you know, thrown thrown these things in. In Star Trek Discovery in season three, they introduced a non-binary character cool. in into the show. A lot of people, if you put that in Star Wars, <laughs> it would have been like, hey, check this out. Did you, Poe would be like, did you meet my friend over here? They're non-binary, right? Yeah. <laughs> they would have like hung a lantern on it and talked about it in every single scene. But then in Star Trek, uh, in this whole season, it's like twelve episode season. It's not till halfway through the season that the this character can confides in uh, one of their superiors that oh you know hey I, I don't identify as she you mm-hmm. know and and he says oh you're like okay that's fine that that is like that's it yeah that it's like mentioned and then they're they're just a person for the whole rest of the show right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just something that you you identify the character where it makes sense right yeah and then and then they're just you treat them like a person when you do this whole woke thing i feel like you end up being like hey did you see how nice we were to <laughs> x population look how good yeah, yeah. we are to black people and how nice we are to gay people it just kind of becomes a showboating thing that's the problem with with the identity thing is that it's it becomes all about the identity and not about and not about the character, the person, the character, their attributes, and what they do, and what the you know. Well, and then and then Disney that. also all the important things. They do, they don't have the teeth to actually go all the way with it, like removing Finn or making him really really yeah. small on the posters in China. For the Chinese, it's like yeah. it, it like it makes it so obvious that that Disney doesn't actually care about these things. They're yeah. they're like we got to make a buck. They're they're appeasing the two. It's like in China, they're appeasing the like, you know, they don't like Finn. I guess make him. And I will, I, I'll correct that. They did make him very small. That's right, right. He did. wasn't they totally removed, remove but him, he was but. significantly smaller, like yeah. comically to the point where there's a big hole in sort of the composition yeah. of the poster after yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. like shrunk. They didn't replace it's, it with anything. It, it's like they walked by the the intern doing the Photoshop for the poster, and they <laughs> they said, "Hey, so." Uh, just uh, can you do the Chinese version? And the Already intern like it. looks and it's like what? <laughs> and then they're like, you know what I mean, right? And they're like, oh, oh, just just uh, wh- outline Finn and shrink him. <laughs> okay, like, there we thanks. go. Done. That's it. Perfect. We'll send it's that off. It's so crazy. It's so crazy that that's just like so blatantly racist that they just are like, 
Yeah, we got to make money. Right, right. You know? And then they, they have the blink and you miss it lesbian scene so that they can yeah. be like, see, we, we love lesbians. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> well, what are they going to do? Like a five minute like lesbian makeout scene <laughs> no, no, at the no. end of Star Wars? N- no, but, <laughs> but <laughs> they keep uh, cutting back to it. They'll be like Chewie and Leia. Yeah. Or like, I guess she's dead at that point. But like Chewie and someone else who's still alive <laughs> and then cut to the lesbians and then back to someone and then back to the lesbians. It's like great lesbians <laughs> we love it no i just i just i just think that you know they're they're woke for money not because they care that's, that's and and i shouldn't i shouldn't yeah. blanket that completely i'm sure there are people in the production team who actually who actually care sure and i and they're woke for for fear too like they don't want to right they it's don't. all just fear based now it's like right if you don't include Two lesbians kissing at the end of Star Wars. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> if you don't have a strong female character that can beat up dudes, yeah. Oh crap! Oh crap! We're gonna get then roasted gonna, on Twitter. And then they end up being like a, I don't know, a Trump supporter, I guess. So and it backfires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the people that you want to sort of like represent the thing don't align with the you know corporate narrative, it's Right, it's a real we need pain representation, in the butt. Right. inclusivity, corporatism. Except when oh wait, they have thoughts that are separate from what we want them to. You know, they're out of the narrative. No can do. Cancel them. I love like any corporate speak. They put their foot in their mouth. Cancel them. Whenever so, I'll get like an application for somebody to come on and guest on the podcast, and so often they just give like the most generic things. Like he's an accomplished salesman. And has made lots of money for his clients. And it's like unsubstantiated. You can't really like do anything with that information. Right. It's just vague corporate promises. Corporate speak. Yeah. 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 Our our mission is to enlighten and engage audiences with mm. exciting and interesting content. I love engagement. Yes. You didn't say anything. Yeah. Like what are you what are you doing? doing but we're creating enlightening and engage. it's like it's know, an okay. enlightening and engaging content Lyndon, how are we doing for time i know you said you had to go somewhere oh yeah oh i just uh, i just dealt with that <clears throat> okay. i was supposed to take my sister to the airport uh turns out she's already at my place and she needs to be at the airport right away Oh, so someone else is going to take her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And she was just lamenting that she'll never see my face again. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, she will. No, the podcast. On the podcast. Uh, oh, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah but the know. podcast is ending. So yeah. this is the last chance she'll get. Fun fact. We actually only exist in podcast form. Yeah, we actually <laughs> we live in a liminal space between reality and not reality. <laughs> That's best joke in Bo Burnham's inside was I haven't seen it oh no oh gosh he talks this is bit where he's got like a puppet and he's like talking to the puppet and he's like whenever you take me off your hand I'm just I live I exist in a liminal space between like reality and non-reality he's like no please anyway, it's, it's very funny very good that is funny best bit best joke just butchered it um what else have we got uh we've been talking for let's see let me look what at are several we at? hours two 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 hours and 39 minutes. Not long enough. Do we, um, what else do we need to like cover? Uh, we need to end by saying a, th- a thank you and a goodbye and uh, see you next time. And to see you, you know, keep on 
keeping on keeping on thanks for being true and faithful and uh as always whatever we need to make sure we do that can we do a musical number it's been a time regrets are many (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired of doing this just kidding um you've been you've been tired for a long time You've brought that up on, on <laughs> before. You know what, though? Maybe this has been Troy's entire day. It becomes like a responsibility. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, um, I don't know. I uh, I was tired of focusing on the Mormon stuff. That's what I was doing. And I was tired of guests for a while because it was we were sort of losing the spark of what the podcast was. Right. When we were doing guests so much and... And so I liked going back to basics and I don't know, I think it's sort of the, it's the cycle of creativity and creative endeavors is that you have a spark of inspiration, it kind of gets used up a little bit and then there's a a rest period and then you find something that reinvigorates you and, yeah, you know, start it again. Yeah. It just sucks because I think we're at the, in the cycle, we're sort of on the way up in this current, you know, reinvigorated right uh, and <laughs> version of the podcast but um i knew that this day would come eventually and um i actually am excited for like something new i love new new things yeah. oh, you switch it up novelty i love the yeah. novelty it's Inject a new that dopamine right in me yeah <laughs> i love that maybe that's why i start so many new podcasts because i get, get bored with the other one but then i like keep the project going but I, yeah, yeah. I always manage to like systematize it enough where it's like, yeah. you know, easier to, to make. That's the only way to keep going, man. Yeah. I had this thought too about like ending, ending, a th- like quitting a thing versus like finishing a thing. And I think oftentimes I wish I would just like start a thing. Like I kind of feel that way about the sketch channel that I made now. Uh, cold and alone or what is that <laughs> embarrassed and cold That's embarrassed a, and cold yeah, yeah. okay yeah um i started it and I, now i'm just like oh do i just like keep making them forever <laughs> and, <laughs> and that seems like an untenable solution to me and so i think what i'm going to do is like pick some sketches i really want to make and then make them and then finish it and mm-hmm. then it's done and that way it's like I don't know. I think eventually things just end like they are today and um, or you just quit them and they never, you know. So I think maybe the the difference between quitting and finishing is like finishing has sort of like a better, a more dignified end to a thing versus like completed it. Yeah, it's a completed thing instead of quitting halfway through a thing that you just had no plan for. And it's just like, oh, they just stopped doing that. So. So I like this as like the the ending. It's like it's like a finished ending. The big series finale. The series yeah. finale. It doesn't feel like an end for me though. I mean, it's going like, to continue I mean, in a different form. I guess I know. Like, I have to come to grips with it's like mission stories is coming to an end. It was my first podcast. Yeah. If it was, and in my only podcast. Yeah. Hardly even my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you were no, you very much are in the DNA of what Mission Stories is. It's uh, you know, I'm as uh, I'm in the DNA enough that my departure is ending it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, was yeah. I the arms and legs of this podcast? No. Was I the <laughs> thoracic cavity 
the neck, the head. No. <laughs> but was I the heart? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And <laughs> were you the most important part? Honestly, probably. <laughs> and is that what's killing it? Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's been a ride. It's you know, been a fun it's ride. Just, yeah. You know, you uh, we got into our late twenties, mm-hmm. and we were not married. No. And we're like, what do we do now? Yeah. Start a podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. and that gives your life purpose. Yeah. For Alex, it gives his life all the purpose. All, all thirty of them. <laughs> all the purpose. <laughs> and yeah. it's uh, and it's almost like. This was me in my late 20s, fluttering along. Yeah. And then you know what we started? We started the Mission Stories podcast. And it's been uphill since then. And honestly, your life has gotten better since we started the podcast. Yeah. Would you have ever gotten married were it not for the podcast? Probably not. Exactly. I probably would have had the confidence (sighs) and swagger. Yeah. Of a podcaster. Of a podcast. <laughs> well, it is true. It, it made socializing so much easier. Yeah. Because you have ar- something to talk about. I just about. went around being like, hey, guys, I've got a podcast. Doesn't that make yeah. me interesting? And they're like, it does kind of. It kind of does. <laughs> that is not something a lot of people do. I have this sort of, um, well, it's something I've come to terms with, but it's a bit of a complex that like the reason you truly are the reason that like as many people as do listen, listen is because you're such a kind of this magnetic personality and this character. And that the only way that I'm, um, what's the word permitted? The only way that I'm, uh, uh, consumable is when I'm sort of somebody else is with Lyndon, you know, or, or with someone else. Like I'm, I'm too, I'm well, to uh, something. Yeah, it's to, like Abbott and Costello, Jake and Amir. Would you watch a web series of just Jake? Um, no. That'd be boring. Would you watch one of just Amir? I check. I check it out. I probably wouldn't go back and again and again. Yeah, there's a there's a an alchemy that takes place with the the two of us, which is I have uh, enjoyed very much, and I think it, sh- it ought to continue in a different form. I think just this particular. Kind of Mormon, right. the mission Mormon, me <laughs> delving into my own, you know, um, issues with that. And then kind of coming up the other side with the, all the stuff we talked about today. I think it's that's like a good, for me, it feels like a good jumping off point to go into the future. It's like, uh, you know, it's great, whatever. But then to never have to like, to never have to talk about it ever mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Is a good feeling. That's a that's something I am actually quite, quite happy about. Yeah. Um, and I and it can be a maybe a personal thing from now on. You know, I don't have to. To I'm I'm honestly I've come to conclusions and I've had I've learned things that I don't think I ever would have if not for this podcast and and all of that. But yeah, to to leave it behind and to to drive on ahead and see what's in the future. I'm very yeah. happy and excited about that. Yeah, the, my mission story's mug. It's going to become a relic. Yeah. It's going to be like, hey, remember that thing? Yeah. That was a good time. Have a little sippy sip. I'm glad I've already archived all this on YouTube already. I'm glad that's not yet to be done. It's already done. All of the episodes are on the YouTube channel. Presumably, eventually, this the um, RSS feed for the SoundCloud will go away in a year because you know next may i think is the re the renewal but and so we probably won't be renewing it definitely not 
but uh, we still have, yeah, there's still time left on it. But I think it's a good uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. place to to end this particular thing. And shout out to the true and faithful. Yeah, I mean, did we kind of treat podcasting as like a personal audio journal? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's and would we have like continued doing it with like no listeners? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe I think so. I, I mean, there was something. I mean, we it almost died. You know, there yeah, were time. There was yeah. the periods, the ebbs and the flows. You and could, at one point, we were just like, we serve an audience. Yeah, there are dozens of people <laughs> that listen to this. Tens of people. You could say and it's like we would be doing them a disservice if we stopped, and that yeah. kept us going. Yeah, I think so. It, it did keep it alive probably longer than it it would have otherwise but i mean there's yeah i mean it's i guess it's enough people that um that it kept us going but again it's not a lot it's hundreds of people you know or a hundred maybe a hundred maybe 200 whenever an episode sort of surpasses and gets into the like like the hundred billion dollar episode that's like 285 that's quite a few it's quite a few listens I, i'm guessing that's multiple listens by a, a couple people at least but Anyway, as a relatively small audience, and that's okay, but um, and probably due to the fact that we are it, it started as such a specific, you know, mission story. It's like, what is that? I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, is there anything else that we would like to discuss on this the the final episode? I just want to say thank you for doing what you do. It's been fun to uh, listen. For the past three years to grow up with you guys as podcasters mm. and uh <laughs> just so you know i feel like i'm at a funeral you have had you uh yeah because we started this at kind of the same time didn't right we? around the same time yeah yeah that's cool in fact, yeah. i think i remember being outraged <laughs> knowing that uh alex was starting into podcasting like the same time we were yeah, yeah. but that outrage soon turned to joy quickly subsided. yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, and uh, I'm just surprised how relatively consistent we've been. we've been doing this for like three years. Yeah, that's too wild. Crazy. Man, I don't know. Stick around, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. So too will Troy and Lyndon. Because you know what? What? Life's a mission. Bye. Bye.